Hello everybody, it's Thursday, March 9th, 2017, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I am Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Justin Townsend? Hello. <laughs> the The prodigal son has returned, uh, and also Matt Wood is here. Hi. So, uh, yeah, this is unprecedented Matt's on the first show of, of yeah. our recording um, I'm, this time around. I'm wherever I need to be. Because mm. we've got a lot of Nintendo to talk about. Um, oh and we know we have a lot of well we went from uh, probably on this show not really many nintendo people <laughs> to all nintendo people <laughs> in a very quick period of time but uh hugh is off in paris with his girlfriend right now so good for him and kelsey is still snowed under with school so they have the next couple of weeks off so the three of us are going to hold down the fort and we'll continue the trend of we're just going to cycle in people because Matt has never done a show with the full slate of people that he's supposed to do a show with. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm adaptable. Don't take it personally, Matt. Uh, I'm not yet. <laughs> so, yeah, so we got the Nintendo switch came out on March 3rd about a week ago now. Uh, and we have a lot of switch stuff to talk about. So, We've been playing other games, Justin and I have been playing other games at least, than, than the Switch stuff, but we're going to save that for next week's show because we're pretty sure the show is going to be chock full of talking about this console launch. Um, yeah, so we got we have some new stuff to talk about too, so let, let's, actually I want to break in, I want to do a little bit of the non-Switch stuff before we break into the Switch stuff, which is just a couple of quick news items that I want to go over before we jump in. Shoot. But Justin, before that, how have you been, what's been going on? I mean, I've been talking to you every day, but people, every day. the people have not. I know. Um, yeah, so I think I was off the show for five weeks. I think so, too. Um, which is weird because I've been on the show in like two weeks. I think it's our three-year anniversary. Mm. And I don't, don't think I've ever missed more than two weeks. Uh, <laughs> and that was only because I was in Florida. Even when the kids were, uh, when my second son was born, I missed like a week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was, uh, it was weird being off the show for such a long amount of time. Um, gave me a lot of time to like, blow through some games, um, spend some quality time with the family. My wife was uh, taking a class. Uh, she was doing CrossFit. So she was doing it four times a week, and uh, just one of the nights happened to be on a Wednesday. The last show that I did, um, I hosted, and I was with Matt. It was Matt's first show yeah, and Kelsey. That's right. And that was one of the nights that she was going, and I had to get a babysitter, and it was just it ended up being a little bit of a nightmare mm-hmm. upstairs with the babysitter. So I was just like, you know, I'm going to take some time off, um, recharge the battery, so to speak. Uh, everybody in my house got wildly sick. I got wildly sick. Uh, and then I got better and now I'm losing my voice. So <laughs> go figure. Uh, but think, I mean, things have been fine. Um, I want to talk about next week. I'll talk about all the games that I played. I ended up with a PlayStation four pro as one does mm-hmm. and the Nintendo switch. Yeah. As one does. We need to take a picture oh, wow. and put on Twitter the difference in sizes of the boxes between the two things, oh, yeah. because it's insane. It is insane. <clears throat> PS4, uh, I mean, the PS4 Pro is like, is a sturdy, hefty console. Yeah, yeah, it's underneath your TV. I looked at it when, when we were setting up. It is a big thing. It's like, it's like if the PS4 had an, another half of a PS4 put on top of it. That's yeah. what it looks like. Oh, it, wow. It's got some weight. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an, it's a little beefy machine. I thought about, we talk, I talked about that with one thing we talked about. I, I thought about doing that because I was going to trade in my PS4 and my Xbox One and you get the PS4 Pro because we were talking. The last time I turned on the Xbox One, I don't even remember what it was for. And at this point, all those exclusive games, which I still like, I can play on my PC. Yeah. Because they're they're coming. Everything's coming to both now. But 
the last thing I did play on it was The Walking Dead Season 3. And you have your save there. The Xbox has all of the save data from both <laughs> my playthroughs of those games, which I played with my wife, and then my wife also played them herself all the way through. Um, so she has her own game instead of stuff going on. So it's not uh, it's not going to happen until that thing's over. Uh, so you got like a year. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so that 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 one story driven twenty dollar game is keeping me from trading it in, but. Uh, it's okay. I don't need a PS4 Pro, so it, it's it's okay. Yeah, we'll get into we'll get into that. Coming yeah, out. absolutely. Um, so two things I want to go over really quick, which are non-Switch related, really, are Overwatch has a new hero, Osira. Osira, or something very similar to that. Yeah. So obviously, we talk about Overwatch a lot. I thought it'd be weird if we did not end up talking about it. Um, it's out right now on the the test server, the PTR, the PTR, which is available for PC players, but it's not. They have no release date yet for the consoles. They're saying it's Later taking a this little, month, a little bit longer than usual in the PTR. They put a, put out a press release. Yeah, they they announced her, put her in the PTR, and like two days later, they did a whole slew of balance changes, mm. and she got uh, she got hit with a nerf hammer. Yeah. So Ariza, I'm guessing is how you say it. Yeah, something similar to that. Yes. Elisa. So this was this was. Um, sort of tied into that thing they put out with that young scientist yeah. character. She like reformatted one of these defense robots that got created, that got destroyed when I guess that doom fist got stolen. Yeah. Um, all of which happens, you know, in <clears throat> animated shorts and stuff off of, out of the game. But uh, th- that's what happened. So that character, she's like a four legged kind of walking tank, almost Cent- like a centaur. Yeah. Um, She's a tank character. Yeah, four-legged. Um, one of the only designs in the game that I'm not like super inspired by the way that her kit looks. Well, mm. not in her kit, but the way that she actually physically looks. She has some cool costumes, but like nothing crazy like the other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, hers are just more like we're gonna change some colors around. Um, where many of the other legendary costumes really give it a, a completely different look. Mm-hmm. Um, she seems like she's like wildly overpowered when used correctly, which just fits in with everybody else in the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to I'm excited to get my hands on her. I haven't played Overwatch in like three weeks. Mm. Uh, I the gr- the grind and gruel of having um, to play, you know, every X amount of days while doing the competitive thing or losing your points eventually got to me. Right. Um, because I had just hit a wall in competitive where like I couldn't go up any further and I kept sliding downwards. And the more I slid down, the more angry I was getting. <laughs> so eventually I ended up just taking a break. And I think I, I finished the season in the diamond tier, mm. which I haven't even gone on to like claim my rewards yet because I don't know what gold gun I want. <laughs> um, but like the season four has already started and it's just like they've changed the way that you have to play that game now in competitive. Like before it was like you have to play once every seven days. And I think you have to play uh, this. It's escaping me. I think it was once every few days. Um, you have to play X amount of games in X amount of days. Mm, okay. Uh, so you're like you have to play more than you did before, um, which for them makes sense. Like they they felt it made sense because if you're playing one game every seven days, or you know just to keep your rank going, you weren't really getting the um, like in the groove of playing where yeah. you could level yourself up or level yourself down or or, or go down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think now you could actually drop out of that tier. I'm not a hundred percent positive on that. But like, I don't want to have to play that much. There's too much else to play right now. So I'm planning on starting season four in like a month because they're like three-month seasons. Mm-hmm. So I'll just jump in around then and see what's going on. By that time, she'll be out and 
people will be mad that you're using her in competitive. And right. I'll jump in then. So she looks like she has like a Gatling gun. That Gatling gun, yeah. Apparently is very good from long range. They've, uh, they've, that's what they nerfed down. They originally oh, okay. it came with 200 bullets. Okay. It's 150 now. Um, she has this cool move, similar to Reinhardt or like a Winston. More Winston, I would say. She has Reinhardt's shield, but she can deploy it uh, right. as an ability, but she throws it out. So it's like something that she throws out in front of her, kind of like Maze Ultimate. Yeah. Um, but the second that thing hits the ground, the cooldown starts on it. Uh, she has a Fortify, which is awesome. So like say you're going to get hit by Reinhardt's hammer. Mm-hmm. You instantly go to the ground. But if you see it coming and you can't get out of the way, you Fortify, you won't go to the ground. Mm-hmm. You, it's like it's a way of sustaining. Yeah. Um, and her ult is she buffs every... She buffs. She's like Mercy's buff on, on anybody in line of sight. Yeah. Uh, but that thing can be destroyed. So it's got to be protected. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like the Symmetra like shield generator yeah. or something. she has like a lot of things from other characters like she has uh, Zarya's Graviton Surge or mm-hmm. whatever where she can group people together yeah. except it's range is much smaller right um, so you have to be like very very on point with where you want to shoot it but you can then just very quickly like group people together but they don't stay together it's mm-hmm. just like you would have to be super on point with like a Hanzo or somebody right. to really be effective with it yeah um, she seems cool yeah I'm excited when she comes to console to play her a little bit. I also haven't played in a couple weeks because there's been so many effing games to play that just, it's, it's been like impossible to, to give any time to that game. Uh, another thing that happened too is that they announced for officially that in Destiny 2, your character gear and stuff is not transferring over, that you'll have to start again. Your character will look the same as far as the design stuff goes, but all the armor, all, all that stuff is gone. All the Eververse stuff where you yeah. paid real money for yeah. emotes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I think is fine. I mean, I think I have a few emotes, but I know people have bought many, but that's just the way games are. Like, in Call of Duty, you can buy those things, those Mm -hmm. emotes or whatever, and then when the next Call of Duty comes out, you're like, okay, I'm going to go play the next one. Yeah. I'm totally fine with leaving that stuff behind. They have to do it for a reason, for them to move the game forward. Um, And, like, I I was never one for, like, I want the Fatebringer forever, Mm -hmm. or I want the Vision of Confluence forever. Like, Destiny's really good at making cool guns yeah and it seems like you know every season or whatever the best gun changes so yeah it was going to change anyway so you're probably going to use those guns to feed to your other guns anyway at some point they actually just announced today they had their live stream of their last like live event for destiny right um they're finally called... doing what you wanted them to do like two years ago which yeah. is bring the vault of glass bring back the raids they bring back the raids at a highlight uh, level yeah um, they're doing, I think it's, it's called Age of Triumph or Moments of Triumph, something Triumph. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like their big send off for Destiny. And like they'll be doing like every week, there'll be different things that you could do. I think they're going to be rolling out the raids in weeks. Mm. So like obviously they've been focusing on Vault of Glass since I think that's the best raid. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll be coming out with harder versions of it with rewards and stuff. And I mean, they, they've said that they're going to take care of veteran Destiny players when they, whenever they migrate to Destiny 2. Yeah. Um, so whether you get like some sort of special emblem or shader or who knows what, right. um, you'll get something then once they realize that you've been like you've been with the game since year one. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it means that they can, they'll be free to fix some of the issues with the game they couldn't fix before by abandoning like what came before in a lot of ways, then totally okay with it. Yep. It does sort of break their promise that they made of yeah. their 10 year. 
this is this game like you're gonna just be able to roll one to the other these characters will be with you for 10 years your gear you know all this kind of stuff and they they went back on that but if it means they make a better game i would rather them make a better game yeah well they uh i mean you could see some of the changes that they started making when rise of iron came out because yeah. they ditched ps3 and 360 mm-hmm. And you can see, like, graphically, like, mm. well, there's a difference here. Yeah. Because they don't have to deal with, like, whatever the 256 megs of RAM mm. that those consoles had, or especially right. the, the PS3. So the rumors are, like, the sweeping changes that have been rumored sound awesome. Mm. And so if this is just part of getting us to what those rumors are, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, absolutely. And it just means that whenever the Vault of Glass comes back out, like, I'm that, I'm going to go back and play Destiny mm. to go, you know, see that off. But, right. like... I don't have to worry about getting all the raid gear to carry through. Like, yeah. I just want to go in, play it a couple of times, like play each raid one more time on like the hardest difficulty, see what that's about, and then say adios to Destiny until Destiny 2 comes around, hopefully this fall. Yeah, which they're saying it is. They're saying Q3 2017, so um, hopefully that means that it is out in, in, in the fall. And I think it will also help too because they need, I think partly what they need to do because of the, the way the consoles work and the way people's kind of brains work with console games you want new people to play Destiny 2 that weren't playing Destiny 1, and if they were faced with, okay, I can start playing, but everybody else in this game is high level, and they have all this advanced gear, and I'm starting from scratch. It's a problem they have with when putting out expansions now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and obviously you see it in, in games like WoW and all that kind of thing, but they do what they do in those expansions where they just go, okay, you, here's a token, you can be a level 90 player right now if yeah. you want, if you want to be. So, uh, But, you know, uh, I'm... And to see what they do with that stuff. But that that's the kind of non-switch stuff. They were kind of two big stories that which are very relevant to our podcast and things that we've talked about a lot over the years. So I figured that we should talk about those things. But the main event, now Mac can start talking again. <laughs> talking about <laughs> games that he has he has played. Uh Nintendo Switch came out. It, it launched uh, on Friday, March third. And Oh, it did it. It did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> are you sure that it didn't come it wasn't March sixth? Yeah, Monday, March sixth. So let's start with Matt's story of his console launch day, and then we'll go into Justin and I's. Justin and I's, I'd say, 24 hours of anxiety that we, that we <laughs> suffered. Um, all right, Matt, so how, how did your console launch day go? Because I know you, last time we talked, you were worried about what was going to get there in time from GameStop, all that kind of stuff. Right, right. Those worries were, it turned out to be uh, absolutely justified. Um, <laughs> I got a uh, notification that said, uh, "Yeah, congratulations! Your ship, your your uh, your switch will be uh, shipped out, and it'll be ready at the store on the 8th. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that simply will not stand." Um, so I, I, you know, it was enough time for me to like try to be relatively proactive about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go to Walmart and I, you know, try to say like, "Hey, uh, I pre-ordered this thing. Uh, I know you guys have a whole." Like, you guys have already received your shipment and stuff. Is there a way that I can just, like, get my name on one? <laughs> and they basically told me, no. That's yeah. uh, not how online works. Yeah. They couldn't explain it beyond that. But <laughs> So I go online, and, and basically they said, hey, how about we just give you $20 to shut up? And I was like, <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> They, they, that's essentially how it happens. I have a twenty dollars right. Walmart gift card now. Oh, trust um, me, oh, yeah. I've got I've got a lot of those to tell you we, about. Yeah, we've got a, big, a lot of stories <laughs> with those. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I said, well, it looks like I'm doing the line, <laughs> so I uh, I got in line early, and uh, I got not only a switch. I was going to get the gray one, but. I mean, when when the neon one is looking you in the eye and you know that it's the harder one to find, it's like, 
Okay, I guess I'll get the neon one. <laughs> I would still get the gray one. <laughs> I I like these little colors. I, I think they're. I, I don't know. I I really have no reason to. I, I have no like defense here. Uh, but uh, but no, I uh, I got that. I got the the fancy Zelda, uh, the the one that came to the case and all that stuff. Oh, the collector's edition, the big box one, the one that we're yeah, like, yeah, they're only making like, a limited amount of. Yeah, I, I thought like it was the master edition box. that they're only making like a super limited. Yeah, amount Yeah, that's of. the one I think he got. There's three. Well, that, there's well, three editions well, of Zelda. Oh, I originally pre-ordered that one. Oh, okay. Like, that's what I, that's uh, that's what I remember you saying. Yeah, and I uh, I ended up backing out of it because. I heard that the collector's edition would be essentially the same thing, just no plastic sword, and I don't need a plastic sword. Right, of course. So I uh, I, I, I opted for, uh, and that was also going to be shipped out later, too. That wasn't going to arrive day of. Mm. Uh, so I was like, well, no, I'm not going to uh, just sit around and wait. So I, I bought the collector's edition. I like that box a whole bunch. It's it's stupid to like a box, but mm. I like that big old Zelda box. Yeah, they look nice in the picture you put up. Yeah, it's it's your hall. It's yeah, it's it's a pretty cool design. I bought an amiibo. I'm sorry to say. Sorry, I bought I, three, uh, Matt. So don't worry about it. I uh, you bought you bought some amiibo too. Yeah, I bought three Breath of the Wild amiibos, and I will get the other ones at some point as well. But so I while I was there that night, they started like of course like an hour before they bring them out. Uh, they start setting up like look at all the crap you can buy <laughs> with your Switch, and I'm I'm like. Staring at this stuff for like an hour, and of course, I, I go in with the game plan of Zelda and the Switch, Zelda and the Switch, and then I was like, "Well, I guess I'll take a amiibo." <laughs> um, so I got Princess Zelda. Yeah, uh, I just like her design a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, this can be talked about later. Not a big fan of the voice acting later in the game, but of Zelda. Of Zelda yeah, in particular. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I, I liked her design a whole bunch. I also uh, ordered on Amazon uh, the Guardian Amiibo just because I thought that looked really cool. Yeah, that's one of the ones I didn't get, but one of the ones I want to get. It's 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 pretty neat. I mean, it's just a big old Amiibo. I, I am a little disappointed because it looks like in the box that it comes like on a stand or like on a, like a platform. Mm. And it's just a piece of cardboard. <laughs> uh, so... That quickly got thrown away, but no, uh, this the launch went re- really smoothly. Um, I even like a seven year old brought my switch to school the next day. Um, <laughs> keep in mind, I'm not a student; I am a teacher. Um, but no, it was fun. I, I, I got to show some of the kids. Uh, there were a surprisingly large amount of kids that had switches and they were walking around with them. Mm. And uh, during my our group planning period, my assistant principal walks in. And he wanted to know how early I waited in line for it. And I uh, embarrassingly said, you know, yeah, I got in line at 6 o'clock. He was like, yeah, I was at the other Walmart at 7. <laughs> and so we had a nice little bonding moment over the fact that, uh, you know. Uh, you know, and I thought like, oh, were you getting your kids one? And he was like, well, they're they're like two, so no, it's no. mine. Yeah. Uh, so. That was a that was a nice moment, but uh, but yeah, I think I think overall it was as far as I mean, the the pre order stuff was a mess, mm-hmm. but I think I think once you know like like our, our the line at our Walmart was really well done. Uh, it was nice and organized. Uh, they even gave us like they brought us cupcakes out at eleven. That was nice. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, it was it was a pretty smooth. Uh, process, I think. Uh, I know you guys have a different story. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Justin and I both pre-ordered the Switch from Amazon the first time it went up. Like we weren't even mm-hmm. in the second round of pre-orders. I was. Oh, you were. Okay. So yeah. I was not. I was. You got it from Amazon. I got it from Walmart. Yeah. So I. Like, well, it is, this is the funny story. Is that first I pre-ordered at Best Buy because Best Buy came up first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got and I pre-ordered the neon one at Best Buy, and I just I was just like. I, I was worried about Best Buy shipping because I don't know how they do with like day of delivery and Amazon went up. I think like, like the, like Best Buy went up the night they announced the release date. Amazon went up the next day. Um, well, then I was in the first wave. Yeah. Yeah. So I got it in that first wave of, of, of Amazon pre-orders and I got the gray from Amazon cause it was the only one they had at, at that point. Um, and then I canceled my Best Buy pre-order cause I was like, I got the Amazon one and they've always been really good for me with like getting things there the day of of release and you know i'm excited and and ready for it i've got that i've got zelda i've got one two switch all pre-ordered i traded in my wii u and all my games and some other stuff and i got everything covered i covered all of my day one purchases of the switch stuff same so happy about i'm like okay great i'm not there's no i don't even have to rationalize this to myself i literally spent nothing on on this um, and it got to the week, and I was like, "Okay, cool." Like it said, it's expected to ship on Wednesday, March first, to get there on March third. So I'm like, "Cool." March first coming comes and goes. It doesn't ship. Uh-oh. And I'm like, and, and, and but it goes it goes from like it goes from uh, arri- it says arriving on Friday, and then you know the the status has started to change where it goes preparing to ship, and that was <laughs> that was like late Wednesday night. It started saying that. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, honestly, like, if it's if the place is close, then it will get here. It doesn't matter. They can ship it on Thursday and it, and it get here on Friday. That's no big deal. Um, but Thursday keeps going on, and it still says preparing to ship, and it's been preparing to ship for 12 hours. Um, and at this point, I I sent them an email and said, hey, what's going on? It says preparing to ship. It's been preparing to ship for 12 hours. Can you please tell me what's going on? And I get the email I get back is, of course, like, we still expect it to arrive on Friday. Look at this link. And it's just the link to my page that says, like, arriving on Friday. Yeah. And I wrote back. I was like, yeah, I can, see, I can see what the link that you're sending me right now. I don't need you to do that. I need you to tell me what's going on. Is it really going to arrive? Um, and they're like, no, it's absolutely going to arrive. Um, here, we'll extend your pr-. And they do the same thing. Always the same, like, three steps. They extended my Prime membership by a, 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 by a month. Um at this point, I think I have like four or five free months of Prime. Um, and they're like, oh, and here's a $10. And the second time, they're like, here's a $10 gift card. At this point, I text Justin, and I'm like, I'm freaking out a little bit. That's, he was freaking out. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't think it's getting here tomorrow. I'm telling all this stuff. And, and he's like, I got to go check my thing. And he checks, and he goes, it says the same thing on mine. And so then we're both <laughs> sending emails uh, to Amazon uh, and getting the same infuriating answers. The funny, funny thing was, uh, the Amazon one wasn't even mine. Right, exactly. You you had sold, sold that, that one. yeah, yeah. Um, in order, oh. and you had ordered another one from Walmart. I, Walmart. I kept the Walmart one. That's right. Uh, so I sold it at at price. Yeah, to a friend. To a friend. Yeah, to a friend. Um, I'm not gonna jack up the price. No, no, I no. Hate those people. <laughs> so, so the the last correspondence I get on Thursday is basically, we're sorry if it doesn't show up by eight o'clock on Friday, we will give you a twenty five percent refund on, on the product. Um, oh, I didn't know you got that. But we still expect you to get it by tomorrow night. Things can. We're, it's like I'm looking in the and the place 
the delivery center is very close to where you are, so we can ship uh, the same day and arrive the same day. And I'm like, okay, fine. And then mysteriously, the, the shipping notification changes from preparing to ship to shipping soon. Uh, Ooh. It's then shipping soon from 8 o'clock Thursday night to, I don't even know, uh, till it actually shipped. So the whole, so I finally, I, I, I'm sending emails back and forth to them, like angry ass emails. I'm tweeting at them on Twitter. Um, you were very salty. I was very, very salty. Mainly because not, the, I totally understand that something goes wrong, but like, like for you, Matt, at least they said like, oh, it's going to be there on the 8th. And so you had a chance to right. sort of figure out what you wanted to do. Um, they refused to tell me or Justin <laughs> that anything was actually wrong. You know, that it, it would be there. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Then I get an email on early Friday morning that's like, um, oh, I looked, uh, you know, and then it was this email saying like, you know, sometimes we don't get the stock that we're promised and this is what happened in this case. So please understand that we're just a retailer and can't do that, whatever. And so I sent it back being like, are you freaking kidding me? Like you could, <laughs> are you telling me it's, when is it coming? Is you have a, do you have a updated date for when it's going to be here? Cause at that point I was like, if they didn't get the stock, then it might come a month from now. A month from now, exactly. So I get an email back, and you know none of these customer service emails come back from the same person. Yeah, no, no, they get funneled no. into whatever service, and so they can only look at the last correspondence and go. And then they say, "Oh, I'm I'm very sorry. Um, I, I can see an error that happened um, in, in the shipping. I know what's wrong. Uh, please allow a day or two for us to correct the error. But I, I pass up to higher up at Amazon, and it should arrive soon." And so I wrote back. I was like, I don't understand. Is there no stock or was there an error at the shipping place? <laughs> and then I get the back. It's like, I'm very sorry for the misunderstanding, blah, blah, whatever. Like, we still expect it to arrive tonight. At this point, it was 1230 on Friday. And I'm like, this is not happening. So you did the only rational yeah. thing. I did the only rational thing, which is I went hunting. <laughs> so I um, I went to a, a, the tar- there was Target right by my house. They were out. Um, and then I was looking online and it said, oh, Target in Riverhead. So like 20 minutes them, from here. Like 20 minutes. So it's not a big, a, bad of a ride. And I was like, and I was with my wife and I was like, she, she was, she knew how upset I was. So she's like, let's go out. Let's go look for one. I, I, I guarantee you will find one. And I was totally like, it's never going to happen. Not now. It's too late. We went to Target and like the guy behind the counter had a switch out. And I was like, do you like, no. And I'm like, it says you do online. They're like, yeah, it, has, it takes a while to update. And I'm like, okay. Like we should get a shipment in next week. Like, all right, fine. And so I left and I'm like, let's just, there's a Best Buy literally back towards where we have to go in Riverhead. I was like, let's just stop by Best Buy. Um, okay, my wife was actually like, let's just stop by Best Buy. If they don't have it, whatever, then we'll go home. And I was like, okay. So I, I walked up and I hate being the person who goes to the place on launch day and goes, do you have this thing? Because yeah, they, they, get yeah. That, they get that question six million times. Mm-hmm. They always have to say no. So I walked over to the video game section and like literally no accessories, nothing there. Um, all the like racks were empty. I was like, I'm just gonna. I was like, I was like, I'll just ask the customer service woman. I was like, Hey, I know this is a stupid question. Do you guys have any switches? She goes, Oh yeah, they're up at the front. Huh. And then she walked away, and I, I kind of stood there in shock for a moment. I was like, Wait, they're they're up at the front? And she goes, Oh yeah, yeah, they're up at the front. I was like, Oh okay. So I walk up at the front. At first I was like freaking out. I was like walking back and forth because my wife had gone up to look at like movies or whatever. And I'm like walking back and forth, and and she comes walking up and I went, Babe. <laughs> and then I ran up, and they sure enough they had like you know a cart of switches at, at the front. Wow. Um, 
know, they probably had like 20 or 30 there. And they had said they were going to sell non-pre-order, you know, items. And so I was like, great. And I got the Switch and I got Zelda. Um, and I was happy then. I went home and I got the Neon one. So it was like I just rewinded to the first time I pre-ordered it on BestBuy.com. And ended up with it. And then I, I went home and later that night, I think it was Friday at 8 or not. Friday at like 10 or something. I got I got like a notification that was like, oh, it's shipping. It'll be here on Monday. Um, <laughs> and also, I will say this. I got my discount from them and everything. And I emailed them. I was like, hey, where the F is my 25% discount that you promised me? Like, oh, it should clear in a couple of days. And then it was in my account immediately after I got that email back from them. How much <laughs> was that? $90. Jesus Christ. I, I should have fucked man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. But I didn't even get it. I didn't even... That was like the, th- the second or third email I got back from them. I was like, we'll give you a 25% discount because I think at that point, they had no... They, they were just like, let's just calm this guy down. Like, it's obviously going to get there on Friday. Like, we never have this problem. It'll be fine. And they said it. And, I, I, and so once they said it, they had to do it. But it shipped on Friday from literally Nassau County, like 45 minutes away from where we live and didn't get there till Monday. And so if I had not gotten a switch at Best Buy... I would have been emailing them the all weekend <laughs> to just could not because I thought I would get there faster because I was going to wring everything I possibly could out of them because they were so bad at communicating what was going on. That was the main thing was just like, and then it started popping up on like Polygon and Kotaku and all yeah. these places. And I was like, Oh, it's happening everywhere. So yeah. You had a similar ex- experience, Justin. Yeah. Just I, the, the funny thing is, like I said, that wasn't even mine. I was just waiting mm-hmm. for the Walmart one to come and I had chose like, when they went up for, for pre-order, I just went to Walmart, mm-hmm. the, the, which was the first place I saw that had them, mm-hmm. Mario 64. Yeah. It was like, Walmart's up first. Yeah. And so I, I, just, I ran through it as fast as I could, and I just chose free shipping. And I thought about it later. I was like, oh, should I upgrade? And I was like, oh, I'm going to play Horizon. Like, it's not a huge deal if mm-hmm. I get it sometime the following week. Mm-hmm. The next day when Amazon went up, I was like, I'll just grab it. Somebody's going to want it. Right. So uh, my buddy ended up wanting it, and so it was his. Mm-hmm. And I, I had told him it'll be here Friday. So he was asking me like, is it coming? Is it coming? Yeah. And then you were having all your problems. So yeah. I was like, well, let me just like, let me just get on them. Cause I'll get, fr- I'll get something free out of it. Right. Yeah. So I ended up like, I, that's why I didn't fight as hard as you did. So they ended up giving me like 20 bucks off, mm-hmm. um, which is, Hey, it was still something. Yeah, totally. The, yeah. the frustrating part for me was at one o'clock in the morning on Thursday, my wife comes out of the bedroom, um, I guess I should explain why I was sleeping on the couch because both of my kids, both of my kids were in bed. Well, yeah, they were both in bed, which is just a, a parent thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not moving the kids. Yeah, I'm gonna go sleep on the couch. So like, I'm just about like to go to sleep, and she comes out of the bedroom because one of them woke her up, and she's like, we have a text message saying, you know, that there's this charge, and I look at the money, and I'm like, oh, it's the switch. But I thought I had thought when you put in a pre-order at anywhere other than Amazon, they just take the money right away. Oh no, nobody does. Nobody, okay. no, no, nobody no. hits it until it ships. So of course, because of this is, stuff right here, yeah, the <laughs> bank's like, this is fraud. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, can't you just like? I mean, I, I spend money on video game stuff all the time. Like, yeah. relax. Yeah. So the it, it said like I was afraid. They're like, well, it didn't go through. Like, I, I replied, this is not fraud. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's totally fine. And they're like, oh, well, you have to tell the merchant to reprocess the order. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Yeah. So now I'm on Walmart's site, which is terrible. It's always crashing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had, I, I had I figured out, like, oh, it already shipped. Mm. So they were like, you'll, ha- you'll have release date delivery. It'll yeah. be there on the second. And then as the second comes, I was like, this thing's in Alabama. It's yeah. not getting here today. Yeah. And again, like, I wasn't, like, really caring. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... 
long story short, I also got the 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 email from Amazon saying, "Hey, it'll be there on Monday." Mm-hmm. And I, I had like a Pro Controller, um, Zelda, Bomberman, like yeah. they were all in the same package. Right. So both of the units came on Monday, hmm. uh, and then Monday I got I got around to like to playing it. Yeah. But like I like again like I wasn't freaking out just because I was playing Horizon. Right. Um, but yeah, I ended up getting it on Monday. Yeah, so, and I ended up selling the Amazon unit to a friend of ours, so it worked out. So the Jackie. Fine. Yeah, so the Jackie. Uh, perfectly easy. I Because I was like, I'm just, I'll send it back and I'll take the ridiculous amount of Amazon credit that I'll get back for sending this. But, like, if I can find somebody who wants it that I know, that's even better. Um, yeah. And, and I texted, like, three people and she took it back. It was funny because I texted her when I, were, when I first pre-ordered both. And I, I was did like, too. And I was like, hey, do you want one? And she was like, no. I don't, we're, I'll just play Zelda on the other thing. We don't, we don't really care. And then I texted her on Friday and like, hey, I have two switches. She's like, don't text anybody else. I think we want it. <laughs> I <was> like, okay. <laughs> I mean, Jackie was, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of it. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so it all worked out and I ended up getting it and I played it all weekend. So it ended up being fine. But it was 24 hours of anxiety. You were very anxious. Yeah. I was very anxious about it. Um, I uh, I was able to cancel the Zelda thing uh, early on, but with the uh, Walmart one, it had already like processed and everything. It mm-hmm. just wasn't going to show up, uh, and I, I got lucky too because I I didn't want to take it back to Walmart because I knew that would be a big hassle, um, and I didn't want to like just I didn't want to go through like the rigmarole of like emailing and, or eBaying all that crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and luckily, someone at work was like, "I want one," and I was like, "Well, lucky you." Um, <laughs> it happened to be you. Just have to. You just have to pay this. Yeah. So, yeah. So it, uh, you know, it, it, it was a nice, smooth process. Good. Uh, Sorry. Relatively. I've had so many problems with Amazon. Just aside from that, um, I ordered a, um, an SD card for it. I ordered it like at the time it was like 10 days, uh, 10 gate, like it was 10 days it was ordered mm. and it, it gave me like, I didn't even notice this cause they don't tell you when you're buying it. But it was like, it'll be here sometime between March 21st and April 3rd. It's like, great. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I, I have Zelda on cart, so it's not yeah. like a huge deal. And then uh, all of a sudden, I, I ended up ordering, Bobby and I talked about it, I ordered uh, Nier Automata. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to get the Prime discount, and we're splitting the game. Yeah. This is what we're doing with most games now. Yeah. And so uh, I happened to notice that when I ordered it, it was like, oh, wow, they have no delivery date for me mm-hmm. um which is what happened with neo right and so i had just happened to glance down the page and i'm like why does my sd card have no delivery date now <laughs> like what happened so i called i like i called them right i was chat i did yeah. chat for this one and the guys uh the guy's like well it's out of stock it's like well, okay well i had a delivery date what's going on yeah. he's like well it's out of stock it's like okay well like why did you like backtrack <laughs> on your delivery date yeah why'd you let me order it then he's like well i i recommend that you order from one of the third-party sellers on amazon it's like cool that 40 dollar sd card is going for 130 dollars yeah like right. no uh <laughs> and i was like also like my he's like well i don't know when they'll be back in stock there's no way for me to know and i'm like well the game that i just ordered is having the same thing so mm-hmm. are you telling me that the game is going to have the same problem mm-hmm. give me ten dollars to go away <laughs> yeah that's basically what they yep. do <laughs> Um, and I ended up ordering a different SD card yeah. uh, off Amazon, and then the game showed up today. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "All right, go figure." Yeah. Then I, ordered, of course, Jorah is so into Mario Run right now, which is something that's happened over the last like five or six weeks. Like so into Mario Run, and is in love with Luigi. Um, Angie and I went to the city a couple of weeks ago. 
Went to the, the Nintendo store for the first time. I got him a little Luigi plushie. I have the shirt. In love with him. So, of course, he's playing Mario Run like a ton, and he wants Luigi. And that game makes you grind like crazy through the rally mode <laughs> to get the characters. Right. So, I was like 20 Purple Toads short. And I go to work, and I'm telling him, do not play the red pipe. It's the red or the green one. I don't remember which one. But whatever, I, I told him at the correct time, like, do not play the red pipe. Because I don't want you losing these. So instead, what he did was he deleted the whole game. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And somehow re-downloaded it. And I asked the babysitter. And this the babysitter doesn't come around very often. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, he obviously wouldn't understand how to delete. Like, yeah. he might have deleted it, but he wouldn't know how to re-download it. And yeah. she's like, I have no idea. I'm like, well, obviously, you're lying. Yeah. So, of course, all that progress was was gone. And, like, at this point, I'm like, I wanted to, like, delete the game from the face of the earth. Yeah. Like, I hate that game because yeah. I want him to play, like, an actual Mario game where you could just play as <laughs> Luigi whenever you want. Yeah. So, again, like, I ordered two hats, two snapback hats, one of Mario, one of Luigi. And Amazon sent me a Yoshi one instead of <laughs> Luigi. I'm like, all right, this is just not, not, I'm not having any luck with shipping right not, now. Not good days for Amazon. Also, I've been paying for Audible for the last six, six or seven months and had no idea. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> they offer one of their like, hey, sign up for Audible yeah. and you get a $20 Amazon gift card yeah. like right away. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I did that and I am like, you know when you do something, like I would put my, my, life, I would put my kid's life on it yeah. that I canceled that subscription. And then like never thought about it ever again. Mm-hmm. And then like all of a sudden Angela's looking at the bill last night. She's like, you know, it's like the bill's out of control, right? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, I was like wondering like, did I get charged for the switch even mm. though I, I paid it off? And she's like, well, there's an audible charge on here. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> we have a problem. So I ended up yelling at some girl. <laughs> well, so that seems like it was totally your fault, though. No, like, I, I, I was like, no, I, I 100% canceled this thing. I, I, I know I did. And she's like, well, sometimes the online canceling doesn't work. I was like, oh, really? The online canceling? Like, she's like, you should really call. I'm like What? I'm like, you're Amazon. Yeah. You're owned by Amazon. You yeah. can't tell people to call. Like, no. you're an online company. No way. Uh, so then I was just like... Like, let me just look up reviews of, of um, Audible and, like, one-star reviews down the line. I got charged for this. I have no idea how I'm getting charged for it. Like, completely <laughs> down the line. Like, I, I know I canceled this and I've been, been charged for it for, like, a year. And the thing is, like, she was, she was a little bit hard to understand. So, like, I didn't hear her say that she was going to refund it. So, I was, like, I kind of went on, like, a little mini, like, hey, look, I know this isn't your fault. But like you're in customer service, and I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna do a little rant right now. <laughs> and I was, she's like, no, I'm gonna like 100% refund it. I was like, oh great, like I was, I, I didn't even have to do that. Like she wasn't fighting it, so yeah. like they must have this problem. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. Um, Still of Amazon. That's the end of Amazon uh, complaint fest for the for the show. Let's talk about the I, actual. I, I I do want to uh, echo a similar story, um, and just give you guys a word of advice. No matter how drunk you are. And no matter how good of an idea your friends say it is, never sign up for the free trial of the Lifetime Movie Network. <laughs> okay. Because that's another one that's hard to cancel. <laughs> Duly noted. Okay. Uh, so, but anyway, we all have Switches. Uh, we've all, um, At least Matt and I have played a, a lot of, of ours. I have played some. You've, and Justin has played some. The, the first impression I got immediately after opening the box is that it was even smaller than I had expected it to be. Like Same. I had Absolutely. seen it, I had seen people holding it, I had seen people using it on t- on like streams and on Giant Bomb, but I still like I opened it. and I was like, this is so much smaller than I expected it to be. And the dock too. The dock was like 
way smaller than I expected mm-hmm. it to be. Um, and that's not a bad thing. It, it feels great. It looks and, and the screen is is really sharp and nice. But it was just crazy to open and be like, this is the thing I'm going to play Zelda on, which is this you know half inch thick tablet that that is sitting in my hands right now. It made me feel like a gigantic man. And uh, so, you know, right out of the box, I was flattered by it. Same. I, I mean, opening up, I, I thought like, wow, this thing is really tiny. But as the days have gone on, like, I, I feel like it's actually grown in size. It's a grower. <laughs> it's a grower, not a shower. Not a shower. <laughs> uh, and it's, a, you know, as far as just like, I'm not an industrial design person, but it's, this, it feels like a solid piece of kit, you know? Yeah. It doesn't feel flimsy. It doesn't yeah. feel like a toy. Like the Wii U tablet felt a little bit like, a toy the Wii you know? tablet was made of garbage yeah it was very light and, and made of plastic and this feels heavy and it's got heft to it, it has heft to it it uh, feel, this feels like a premium product yeah uh yeah and i'll say the same thing about the pro controller the pro controller has a great heft and like weight to it if that's a really good feeling controller yeah um and i like that i mean the dual shock is still my favorite but that is now my second favorite controller i think that's better than three uh than the xbox one controller i no, wow. I, agree, I agree with you um and i think that uh it's good too because it has the sticks and the buttons all in the place that you're used to if you play modern console games yeah. you know um where the tablet obviously it has a little bit of a scrunched in sort of the sticks are right below the buttons and it's a little bit weird and there's no traditional d-pad, no d-pad. Yeah. yeah which doesn't really matter for the games that you're playing but um it will with some of them it will with some of them exactly yeah. i mean 2d platformers and stuff like that might be a little bit tough but most of those will use the analog six and honestly when i play most modern 2D platformers, I use the analog stick anyway, so it, it doesn't really bother me that much. Oh, it's weird. I always use the D-pad. Really? Yeah. The only thing I use the D-pad for is like fighting games. That's the only thing I'll use the D-pad for. Bomberman. When I was playing Bomberman, uh, I went and started using... I was using the Pro, uh, pro Controller. I was like, I'm not using the those, the Joy-Cons. <laughs> Everyone else can use those. I'm using the Pro Controller, and I went right to the D-pad. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It feels better. So I haven't caved for the D, the uh, Pro Controller yet. I it, It's it, it's a pretty expensive controller. Yes, it, it is. is. It's, it's $10 more it's, than the standard like the standard price of a xbox one ps4 controller yeah. but you the thing yeah. with those is you can find those on sale oh, all the time yeah totally yes yeah 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 so i i you know i i couldn't quite convince myself now i could convince myself to buy one two switch and two amiibos <laughs> but i couldn't convince myself to buy the pro controller it's I like all I've heard is it's the superior way to play Zelda. Uh, yeah, if you're playing it, if you're playing it docked, yeah, playing it, it is docked. the way to play that game. Yeah, and that, that's yeah. what I do. That's what I use when I play it docked. Um, I, I've played, you know, we'll get into the, the different games impressions in, in a moment, but I've played just about every single way that they show off how to play. You know, no mm-hmm. rooftop parties or anything yet. Uh, but I've played on the TV. I played it handheld. I played. I played it almost even handheld and on the TV at this at this point. Uh, and I, I even tried it in tabletop mode just to sort of get the idea of it. My, I was playing like a long session of Zelda on the on the handheld, and my hands just got a little tired just holding the thing, so I just propped it up on a like a like a little TV dinner stand that and I have. Did you take off the Joy Cons? Um, and I use the Pro Controller. That works. Yeah, I, I use I and use that works. The, yeah, I use the Pro Controller, and it worked great. Um, the kickstand, if it's not on a hard surface, like a hard flat surface, it won't work really if oh let's to, just say it that kickstand is shit yeah it has to be a, i mean if it's on like a table it's fine but yeah they should have just made a second kickstand i don't they trust two it of those at it all fine. yeah two would have been fine uh you know i, I tried it like I, my coffee table at home is is like one of those like ottoman coffee tables so it's kind of rounded mm-hmm. and it's material it's not hard yeah. and it would not stand up on that yeah right? i yeah. i just i have no faith in that thing whatsoever i just i just feel like 
it's either going to tilt and just fall face first on that screen. I, I just can't bring myself to do it. They have uh, sort of like an iPad like smart cover thing coming out like in mm-hmm. in in the fall and not in the fall in in April or May or something like that, which gives you like that fold over screen that can also become really a little bit of a stand. So yeah. I'm going to get that probably because I want a case for it anyway. Um, so when I throw it in my bag, I'm not like freaking out that it's going to get scratched. Or I bought something. one of the like, I think it was like the Nintendo. Like, yeah. The, the one of the, like it's not, it's a Nintendo one. Yeah. Um, but not like the official one that comes with a screen protector in it and stuff. Right. Hori makes a, uh, they're sold out on Amazon right now. Yeah. At least they were yesterday. It's All flat. the cases are sold out. Yeah, basically, it's, yeah, it's, every, um, it, a yeah. lot of stuff is sold out. Yeah. It's flat, but you can like release it and it pops up. I saw that. And then you would stick the switch inside of it yeah. and like, because if you're if you're sitting down playing in tabletop mode, the problem is like if you're on a plane, it's only it's not really raised up at you. Yeah, it's really made for somebody who's smaller yeah. looking at it. Yeah. So what this thing does is it, it really puts it on an angle, mm-hmm. and then you could actually charge it while playing it. Yeah. You can't because with the charger being on the bottom. Yeah. Design, design, <laughs> but they. But it's the weird thing is they were stuck in the middle, right? Because in order to do the switch thing yeah. and put it in the dock, it has to be on the bottom. Um, but anyway, uh, I the process of going from the TV to the handheld is seamless. Like seamless. There's mm-hmm. like you know it's longer when you put it in the dock because the HDMI has to handshake the two devices together. But I'm talking like two seconds. Yeah, um, taking it out of the dock is instantaneous. It's instantaneous, and you can literally be playing it, not even pause it, pull it out, and just keep going. Um, the sleep mode is is great. Like you put it in sleep mode, and basically when you come back, it's just where it was left off. Cool. Justin doesn't know because Justin turns it off every single time. Turn it off. <laughs> uh, so, but it's that's been really good. Um, it takes like three seconds to boot up. <laughs> it's been like uh, it's been really snappy. The interface is very snappy. The store is very snappy. Yeah. Da- it down. It's up, I downloaded Snipper Clips and One Two Switch, and they both down. And they're not huge games, obviously, but they both download very fast. Um, um, fast RMX downloaded in less than a minute like right. maybe a minute mm-hmm. it's only 900 megs but yeah. like it was snappy like, I've been 45 minutes in the PlayStation 4 <laughs> yeah <laughs> UI and stuff um, and like the hardware itself I think is their best effort yeah like yeah. the UI is clean mm-hmm. it makes fun little noises it like does. it's simple yeah Um, I play I have it in dark mode obviously oh you do I That's have it in the, light mode oh goodness <laughs> savage I've got this these nice neon controllers it's a whole happy I, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, my favorite sound effect is when you switch user profiles. So like, I Mara has a user profile, even though she's never even she played one two switch, and uh, I just the look of I do not approve of this uh, <laughs> during one two switch. But now I also create a Japanese uh, profile so I can buy Japanese eShop games. Yeah. Which is super uh, easy, apparently. Yeah, very easy. Apparently. Yeah, it is. Uh, the The biggest pain is buying the eShop points, mm-hmm. uh, but everything else is pretty easy. Um, but uh, I like I like when you switch profiles and it goes like it goes dun dun do do. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's the best noise on the system. <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like the, the hardware feels really good. Like mm-hmm. it's. A, it, I mean, it it is a little bit tricky to get used to. Yeah, uh, I'm still not there yet. Um, but like I like everything about that stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. a, like a, like a decent amount. Like it feels like I I want to bring this thing around. I yeah. haven't done it yet, but I want to. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, getting the wrist straps on and off the Joy Cons that's a nightmare is a nightmare only because I always feel like I'm gonna break it. it, it Did you put it on yeah. wrong yet? No, I put it on right every time. I put it on wrong. Oh really? Yeah. And uh, that sucks. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I always I'm like, where's the plus? Where's the minus? I didn't know what it was first. Yeah. And like. 
I think it was uh, Mike was over with me, and we like both were putting them on, and Mike's like, Mike looks weird, and he like overshot it, and I was like, uh, oh no, yeah. As I was doing the same thing, mm-hmm. uh, so like to actually yank that, like you need to yank it off, yeah, and it feels like you're yeah. breaking it because yeah. that's kind of what you're doing, yeah. So yeah, it feels like you're. Like yeah. popping someone's shoulder back in place or something. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I don't know if I'm doing this right, but I'm going to have yeah. to try it. Even when you put it on right and take it off right, it it's feels still, like you're going to break yeah, it. It's still not smooth. Yeah. So that that kind of, that, that that's a little bit of an issue. I mean, and it's only, it's really, really an issue because when you're playing like a game like one to switch, each game, a lot of times you're switching it on and off like between different games. Yeah, that's no good. Uh, mm-hmm. And you don't have to for all the games, but some of the games you do. Some of the games are about like balancing the controller or something like that and you can't have that thing on it. So when you have to keep taking it on and off, it, you, it gets a little bit stressful at, at times. Um, you know, and the online stuff is not there yet, you know, really at yeah. all. There's a friends list. You have to use friend codes or be friends already on Mitomo or... But you can't message anybody. You can't message... All that stuff this is, is where my there. issues the, with the console There's no purpose yeah. to the friends list. There's no purpose to friends list right now. You know, they tell you like, oh, all that stuff will come in... The, in I'm assuming most of that stuff will be in place, at least in a beta form, by the time Splatoon comes out because that's their first big like online and they have a tech test for effort. Splatoon coming yeah. next month yeah so I, I I don't know if they'll have messaging and stuff in place there yet but I'm sure that stuff will start to roll out at that point I mean right now there's basically no reason to communicate with anyone on the system because yeah. I, I think the only online multiplayer thing is fast RMX Bomberman oh, Bomberman's online and I, I didn't realize Bomberman was online yeah. um, so I don't know I, I don't know and I, I have no idea how it works as far as I have Bomberman if I had a, if I if I had Bomberman and Justin, you do have Bomberman. Mm-hmm. If I was like, let's play online. I don't know how it sources the friends list. I don't know if it even does. I don't know how it works. I've never tried to play with anybody online yet. Yeah, I mean, that's like what I was saying. Like, this is where my frustration with the mm-hmm. console starts coming into focus. Is yeah. again, them charging a premium price for a premium product and then shooting it in the kneecaps um, with their online service, as always. Like, there's no uh, way right now to transfer saves. Right. So they're like they're buried in the console's internal memory mm-hmm. so if your switch gets stolen broken like your sol mm-hmm. and like they've rumored it's been rumored like oh yeah maybe like you know you know cloud saves maybe mm-hmm. and they've been very like, coy about it yeah but it's like come on like it's 2017 I, yeah i think that they'll have to you have to remember like they're 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 giving free online uh for the next like six months or so and I think a lot of the Switch was rushed out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. Mean, uh, For sure. Like, like one two Switch is the most slapped-together PowerPoint game I've... I, I really enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. But that feels like they had a good idea for, like, a WarioWare game. But they're like, we don't have time. So let's just hire a bunch of actors to put on goofy costumes and rush this thing out the door. Like, the online is the same way. I feel like... There, there has to be something there, especially if they're going to eventually start charging people. Well, yeah, I mean, I think then that's why they said they're not charging till the fall because they obviously yeah. knew that there was going to be a six-month period of the the thing coming together. And right, it it's, does suck. I mean, there's no excuse for it. Mm-hmm. The only excuse for it is they're not charging for it yet. So yeah. the fact that there's nothing there, uh, there's nothing robust there, is not that big of a deal. Um, mm-hmm. And also, like, uh, I I feel like. There's nothing on. There's nothing out that I want to play with anybody online right now. Anyway, now that that makes right. again, it's not an excuse, but for me, it's it's a low impact problem at the moment because I'm not looking to meet up with people and talk with people and stuff like that. You know, I'm just I'm just playing Zelda, so I, I have no reason to want to communicate with other people. But even the save stuff. Like, yeah, but at this point, like if it again, that's something they need to have. 
in the in the system. But at this point, like, from we're we're th- three four days past launch at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever when we're recording this, like, who needs transfer saves right now? Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's gonna be a, it's going to be a rare case yeah. now. It'll but, become a big problem, and that's, but even still, yes. like. I think they'll address it. Yeah, I, 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 that's a I'm software hopeful. thing, at least. You know, that's something they can fix. Yeah, yeah just saying, absolutely. Like, for me, like, let's say, I, I buy a PS4. Yeah, and then after like two weeks of playing, the PS4 gets stolen. Yeah, I'm more bummed out that I lost all of my saves than I am about having to go spend the other like the three hundred bucks oh, to buy a sure. new one. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, for right. me, like, your Switch gets jacked right now yeah. for some reason. Mm-hmm. And again, this is a rare case. Yeah. But like you've lost all your progress on yeah. Zelda. Oh yeah. And now you got to yeah. start all over. And that like to me, that's like that is infuriating. It is infuriating. It t- totally yeah. is. And it's definitely a quality of life thing that they need to have on the system. I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I I, I want to see how it rolls out over the next couple of months and what they do. Yeah. Uh, again, but this one thing that's infuriating about Nintendo, like just mm-hmm. say we're working on this. And, and then when it comes out, it comes out, the, but they won't do it. They won't say like, oh, don't yeah. worry, no, we're working on it. We're trying to fix this. Yeah, then, then we're not having this conversation. Like, it should be, I, I would have been like, yeah, it should have been here on launch, but at least it's coming. Yeah. I, and I All haven't right. had any of the... Um, the Joy-Con issues. The hard, hardware issues that other people have had. I know that's out there. I haven't yeah. had any of those problems. I've played it all manner of ways. Um, I haven't had any problems. So I can't really speak to those. Uh, they sent out that email that or that, that press release that was like, here are the ways you can avoid it. Which I'm, is like, basically, don't go near... like. Play in a cabin. Yeah, exactly. With in no other wireless devices. No other wireless devices. Yeah. Don't hook no, up to the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have it near the TV. Or like, yeah. It's, it's, like, don't be behind the TV, but yeah. like, don't be by an aquarium. Which, like, yeah. Come which on. we're sorry that we included a two-foot HDMI cord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those cords are wildly short. Um, it's, um, it's one of those things for me that's like... Um, I think I talked about this on uh, the Giant Bombcast this week, but this is one thing that's going to end with... Oh, sorry. We're going to send you all a free Joy-Con. Like that's what that's what that's how this I'm like, ends. I'm, there's part of me is like, well, I'm not buying a ton of games right now because I expect to have ambassador status <laughs> sometime within the next three to six months. Yeah. Like they're going to be like, here's a bunch of free games. Yeah. So it's like I, I really don't feel the need to go buy anything because I'm positive something is coming our way for early subscribers. We'll uh, see. Uh, right. never awesome. with you. We'll get Metroid Zero Mission. Yeah. That'd be very exciting. What was Wii U's big issue? No games ever. Yeah, but that's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not. But like, that's not like an, we're having an actual hard. It launched no, with but they'll Nintendo. Send, they'll send a Joy-Con. It's like when it's like when they sold when they send everybody. I feel like the Wii U did get something, or was that the 3DS? 3DS got the ambassador program. Yeah, it's like when they yeah. send everybody Wii condoms when when people start throwing their freaking controllers through um, TVs and shit. And right? the wrist strap. Remember, and the wrist they didn't. Strap. The 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 Wii motes did not launch with the wrist strap. That's true. Yeah, it was yeah. So they started yeah. doing all that stuff. Um, at, at a certain point but overall the hardware I, I'm very happy with so I've had a few hardware issues mine have not been from the Joy-Cons or at least not that I've noticed um, might have been like weird things like uh, um, on the menu uh, there would be a just a block that was a big question mark and whenever you would click it, it would say hey insert your uh, insert a uh, game disc or not disc whatever they're called they're cartridges Um and I was kind of like, I've already done that. There's one in you right now, Switch. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I basically had to just delete that as if it was some kind of saved software, uh, which that was weird. weird. Uh, the other one, uh, one two Switch, just would not respond uh, the second day that I had it. Um, I, I think that might be more or less to blame on numerous people doing the taste test 
uh, on the cartridges. <laughs> oh yes. God, you but, guys! Just like you. <laughs> yeah, I it it and it is disgusting. But um, I eventually like like it would do that thing where like I would have to like really put it in there, uh, and it would be like, oh yeah, hey, there actually is something in this. Um, which that that was kind of strange, just because of like this game is brand new and you're a brand new system this we shouldn't have this issues I, I i but i have seen stuff online of just like jacked up like screens and mm-hmm. uh numerous other issues and it's tough to tell with that stuff obviously like how widespread it is because th- people can be mm-hmm. reposting the same picture over and over and over again as their own picture i want to see what the reports come in um, you know, when the dust settles, what really all the the major problems are? I think the Joy-Con issue was obviously real. Is real. Um, and screen scratching. The screen scratching when you put it in the dock apparently is something that's been happening to people. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have to see. But you know, for me, I, I as, like we say, as far as hardware goes, I, I think it's great, and I I still am going like I can't believe that this little thing is playing this Zelda game that I'm playing right now. It's kind of incredible. You know, it is definitely without a doubt the most powerful handheld that's ever existed for sure yeah well, um it blows away makes, the vita that makes me hesitant about nintendo's uh future with the 3ds because i kind of like a 3ds to exist and have those kind of games on it because i don't think those kind of games are exactly what you want on the switch because it's hard to like say okay yes you are playing this type of zelda game right now but would you want to play a game that's like a link between worlds and it's like I not really on my TV? No. Oh, I, I'm ex- absolutely the, the opposite. Agree. Like I, uh, the thing I'm I'm hoping for the most is that they unify everything. And I'm not saying they need to get rid of a dedicated handheld device that they only have for that. But I want Link Between Worlds and Pokemon and Fire Emblem. I want those games on the Switch because I don't I don't want to look at a little tiny low res screen you know, and, and play those games. I want to be able to play on my TV or play them on the Switch tablet, whichever I want to do, you know? True, but this is this is a bad handheld console. I mean, it, it's cool. It has a great screen, all that stuff. But as far as, like, the battery, uh, you know, I, we, we were on a road trip. Uh, right. We went to Tulsa, which was about three hours away. Uh, and I, I'm essentially, and granted, I'm playing Zelda, you know, which... I have to imagine that that's a bit of a demanding yeah. performance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm literally watching the percentage just just melt away. And I, I also feel like, I, I don't know, I just, I don't see a way that your handheld type of game can exist on the same system that a massive game like uh, Breath of the Wild exists. But and I don't think that's true. I don't know. Because, like, I just feel. Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. You, you look at the PS4 ecosystem, and there mm-hmm. are games like Horizon Zero Dawn, but then there are games like Towerfall that exist, and that's basically uh, a 2D, you know, little competitive thing. You know, look at all of the games that exist in the indie space. Like, those games could don't have the production values or the scope that a lot of these big budget ones do, but they exist in a marketplace with those things. Um,. I just think it doesn't pay for Nintendo to split their development resources between two platforms. I guess so. I, I don't know. I, and part of me is with you. Yes. Like, I would love, like, Nintendo to have all of their resources focused on a unified thing, um, all of their development teams, so on and so forth. Uh, I, I, I definitely do agree with that sentiment. But at the same time, it's, 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 
it's just, I don't know, it, because it, while this is a cool console, I do, and I, I, I don't want to sound bitter or like, like I'm not satisfied with the console. I love this thing. I've dedicated way too much time to this thing over the past couple of days. Uh, I just feel like I don't know if it's the kind of handheld I want. <coughs> You know, it you know because toting it around is not the easiest thing in the world to do. Um, like you have to get a case, and like if you're not putting that in your backpack, you're toting it around like a clutch purse. <laughs> and uh, it's just, you know, I, I I don't think it's. I think it's a step in the right direction. I think it's what the Wii U should have always been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's the perfect. One to one. It's a jack of all trades, master of none kind of situation. I, I just I think. think, like, I, like I said, I'm not saying that they have to get rid of a dedicated handheld, but I want those mm-hmm. games to also be on this thing because I want to be right. able to play those games and not have to play them on a little tiny screen. Like, I feel like if they don't unify the platform, this is it. Like, they need they need a win, and yeah. unifying the platform. Like, if you count all the 3DS games and the Wii U games, you got a healthy. Like a very healthy library for sure. Yes, totally. I mean, I mean, granted, the 3DS was around has been around for what since 2011. And yeah, the Wii U, was, I think, yeah. was 2012. Yeah, it was like a year before Wii U or something like that. Like the, the big thing about the Wii U is like, well, there's no games. Yeah. But if you add in all the 3DS games, well, now you've got like a robust library. Oh, totally. Take and all like, those 3DS games mm-hmm. and put them on the Switch. And now, like, now you've got something where it's like, well, we don't have like four like big releases a year. Like, I'm worried. Like, hey, look, if you didn't buy a Wii U, the value proposition for buying a Switch right now, I think, is great mm-hmm. because in this first year. You're going to get a Zelda, mm-hmm. a Mario Kart, mm-hmm. um, a Splatoon, mm-hmm. and a um, and a Mario game yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. What's coming next year? And that's the like that's where like the spacing comes in, where it's like, well, we've got a Pokemon game coming, or mm-hmm. we've got a um, you know Fire Emblem game, or this like, yeah. and we already know that there's a Fire Emblem yeah, game coming year. for Switch. But like, if you were to add and 3DS, that, yeah. the, if you were to add in that library, it's going to a move units, mm-hmm. and they need that. And it just it makes for an overall healthier ecosystem. Yeah, like I know. We, I totally agree. Like I, I feel I, like I they. So. I feel I, like I, they, I just for me like they have to leave the 3ds in the dust. Yeah, I like, mean I know Matt, I understand where you're coming from because again like I understand the attachment to it because I, the dedicated Nintendo handheld has been a thing for almost 30 years. You know, at, the, at this point, so it's and a, they've been and and yeah. they've been masters at it. Yeah, and for this to be the next handheld, that's kind of a bummer. Like this thing's not that much bigger than a launch Vita. Yeah, or a 3DS XL. Yeah, but the it's Vita not, also did not sell well at all. Yeah, but no. that, that's because Sony didn't support it. Yeah, and again, it's, Sony, not, it's it was, not like yeah. it was bad hardware. Yeah, no, it's great hardware, but it's split, and again, it was Sony splitting their, their, splitting their development between two things, and Sony has never been able to compete in the game space handheld-wise with Nintendo. They just never been able to. Right. Um, and, and I think that, uh, the truth is, Matt, yeah, Zelda will take two and a half Three hours and your battery will be dead. Um, but so did Pokemon Go, yeah, and that didn't stop phone. that didn't yeah. stop people from walking around with battery packs. Right, but I would I would like to I would like to know how long like if you were playing um, Snipper, Clips. Snipper Clips or if you were playing Shovel Knight, how much that would how much that would drain your battery. And if you're playing something that has the resource intensity of Pokemon Sun and Moon or you know Fire Emblem, you know Awakening or whatever how much that would drag the battery down because it's using so much less power than Zelda. Zelda's running the console at basically full bore. 
It, no, it, you know, yeah, yeah. I understand. I mean, I'm playing Metal Slug Three right now. That game's like 26 years right, old. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, yeah, no, it, it's crazy novel. I, I, I am, I am gonna miss the dual screen. Uh, that right. is, that was a great, brilliant idea for a handheld. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, like, like, like my 3ds, like especially in the height of the 3ds, like when you have like Mario uh, Land and and Link uh, Between Worlds mm-hmm. and Ocarina 3D and uh, yeah. you know Fire Emblem Awakening, when those games were just coming out one after the other, like that thing, I love just being able to like just throw it in my bag and go. Mm-hmm. And this is not a throw it in your bag and go kind of system. I mean, it is. Like, if you, all you have to do, it's been an extra five seconds to put it in a case before you throw it in your bag. Yeah, I, I guess. But then you have to like, oh, I got to test the, the Joy-Cons. And then, uh, the oh, yeah, I was going to bring Why this would... extra battery power thing. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I, th- I think you're making a little bit more. I'm being, I'm being a bummer right now. Yeah. You're... <laughs> <laughs> I'm raining on the Switch, the Switch birthday party. <laughs> Which is fine. Like, no, I, I want to totally. have like, an honest talk yeah, about it. Totally, totally, yeah, totally, totally, totally. But uh, it, it's just something that, that I'm a little concerned. Because, you know. Don't get me wrong; they have to abandon the 3DS because it's it's getting on up there, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, it. It's not like you know it's going to get a second wind all of a sudden. No, I mean I know that's not going to happen. It it it, it can't happen. Um, it's a long it's a long life cycle for a handheld. Yeah, Has any oh, other Nintendo handheld? The DS was at least that long. It was like what, five years, five or six years. Okay. Yeah, the, especially the given that the 3DS is backwards compatible with the with the DS, you can yeah. look at it the same way as like you know, the Game Boy to Game Boy Color. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. And they have that line, yeah. and, and but whatever comes next, even if they do a dedicated handheld next, and they haven't said what they're doing yet, um, it's not going to be dual screen again. It's going to... No. It's going to be, no. if anything, it's going to be a, a tinier version of what you're looking at in the Switch. I almost can guarantee you. Oh, um, and I, I don't I don't believe that there is another handheld line. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is Nintendo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll probably take us... It take, I, I would guess... N- no less than a year for us to know the 3ds's future yeah i think you you have about a year oh, because no. they're, they're still no. they're still selling 3ds's like crazy like crazy because of the pokemon stuff and so like they, they don't mm-hmm. want to say this is done because they don't want people to stop buying them. i'm doing the first thing i've had the first time i'm ever going to do this is i'm buying like i, I people are doing it right now they're like i think i'm gonna buy a wii u mm-hmm. it's like why would you ever do that <laughs> oh that's right i'm very close to buying a 3ds for my son right yeah at the yeah. end of its life cycle yeah but that makes for your oh. son that makes sense though yeah. there's a ton I, of games i could not, i could not sell my wii u I could, I couldn't like like I hear you guys doing that, and I'm like, oh, that's it just bums me right out because I <laughs> I I really enjoyed the Wii U. Me too. I, mean, I get it. Yeah. it. You know, I have like eleven games for it, and that's that's about that like that's the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wouldn't be shocked if that library migrates to the Switch. A lot of them. Mario Kart is already doing it. Smash Brothers is absolutely. Smash Brothers is uh, is almost a hundred percent locked to do it. And like I think three like the one I really want is 3D Worlds. With a new Mario game coming, I doubt that's going to happen. I know, but like I really want it (laughs) because I really liked I liked that game a good amount. And it's like it's it's different enough from it um, is, but I just don't feel I feel like that's like a year from now or something when they need to fill in like a yeah I'm, oh I'm not talking uh, about like them, them announcing yeah, yeah. it at E3 or whatever on their treehouse to, mm. on the Tuesday after yeah but like I do expect I, I expect a whole lot of that library to come over because you know what did 10 million people buy a Wii, a Wii U 13 I think alright yeah, so like yeah. 13 and the PS4's install base is like 50 something yeah no totally yeah so like there's so uh, many people the the majority of people did not buy a Wii U and yeah. there are excellent games yeah. on that platform oh yeah for sure and that's why you're getting Splatoon 2 right away and, and this Mario Kart and, and, and stuff and there are good, good games and we'll see how it all shakes out but what we have right now is a it's a, it's a sparse launch lineup but there's some quality stuff there um, 
Let, let's let's stop Barry Lane. Let's talk a little about Zelda here before we go on and, and close out with a little hit, quick hits on the other games. But uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, obviously, it's the the launch game. It's out on Switch and Wii U. Um, I when the review started hitting, I mean, I was already super excited to play, but the review started hitting, I just started like frothing at the mouth, which I think is the main right. reason why I was so anxiety ridden about the launch day stuff is I just wanted to be playing Zelda. Um, mm-hmm. And I had gi- and I had given up the other thing that I could possibly play Zelda on, so the the the, the Zelda machine wasn't here yet. Um, and I've spent probably we're just now we're talking about it. I haven't the activity monitor in my friends list hasn't taken over from the you started playing this game four days ago yet. So we'll have to. I, I think I'm close to that, and then it'll start telling me how long I've played it. Um, but I probably put 20 hours into it. I'm gonna guess because I played. A lot on Friday, and then a lot on Saturday, and a lot on Sunday, and then have been playing, you know, a few hours here and there, Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. So, um, I put some time into it. Uh, and have you gotten to a dungeon? Yes, I, I finished my first okay. dungeon last night, actually. Okay. Um, my, I went. To, I did the one in the Zora domain first. Okay. Then, yeah. then we are somewhere near the same. Yeah. The same so progress. I am absolutely in love with it. I, I think that it's a stunning game and and an amazing experience and i've heard some people say this as well and i was talking to justin i was talking talking to my friend brad about this i don't know if i mentioned it to you justin or not but what it feels the game feels like to me is and this has come a lot from playing dungeons and dragons over the last couple of months it feels like i'm playing a game of dungeon dragons where the dm is basically always saying yes to the things that i want to do yeah um can i go climb that mountain and see what's on top of it sure Maybe you won't make it because you might not have enough stamina to get up there, but you can try. Uh, can I go right to the area where the final boss is as quickly as possible without doing anything yep. else? You can try. You know, you probably won't make it, but sure, you can try. Um, if I shoot this arrow through this fire and hit this barrel, will it? Bl- will my arrow catch on fire and blow up this barrel? You can try, and sure enough, yep, it does. Um, and just a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, so I got, I got the Ganon last night. Really, I, I I quickly learned Ganon taught me I was not ready to fight Ganon, <laughs> uh, but I, I I decided last night way too late. By the way, I was like, I wonder how far I can get to the castle, <laughs> and uh, I I sent uh, you guys that picture. Yeah, um, I I literally climbed the castle uh, and removed all of Link's clothes to where he's just wearing his underwear <laughs> and he's just like hanging out nice on the top here, nice just party Link. But then I was like, okay, let's go see what Ganon's up to. And uh, Ganon was up to some stuff. He's... <laughs> and I was not invited to that party. No. Not in your uh, underwear. The... Not in your underwear. Not in my underwear. The craziest moment uh, in that game uh, happened a couple of nights ago. Well, I don't know. I feel like there's so many the craziest moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rode a skeleton horse. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Um, I, uh, so last night, I was sneaking around a uh, moblin... Uh, like campsite, mm-hmm. and I decide while they're sleeping, I'm gonna steal all their weapons. I steal their weapons and wake them up. They're way more powerful than I am, um, but you know they have no weapons, so it should be a pretty quick victory. Uh, one of the bigger, bigger, like lanky-looking moblins mm-hmm. picks up uh, one of the little guys <laughs> and starts swinging him at me. That's amazing. <laughs> And that blew my mind. Yeah. Like, that was easily the most, just like, like the, this game could do anything. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a masterpiece. It really, really is. Yeah. And, and if anyone's played, you know, Zelda games in the last 10 years or since Ocarina, 
um, you know that they usually follow a very specific structure where the, for the mm-hmm. first, depending on which game you're playing, hour to five hours, you're basically getting tutorialized throughout what you're doing. That sounds awful. Uh, it, it, it's not great. Um, this game doesn't do any of that. Game wakes you up and you start out in a more constrained area. It's still a pretty big area, but like you have to kind of do like five objectives basically in this area to unlock your different powers because the game doesn't work uh, like it used to, which is that you know you you go to a dungeon, you get a special ability in that dungeon, and you can use that to go to a different part of the world or un- mm-hmm. do the next dungeon or whatever. You get basically very early like your power set, um, and you use those throughout the game to sort of solve the game's puzzles and combat mechanics. And you do get things as you go along from the dungeons. They're just right. it's just a different. You just get different it, it, things than you would in a normal Zelda game. It's teaching you how to play the game without holding your hand yes. and like beating you over the head with text. Like it, it's a very smart method. Uh, mm. I mean, you are limited when you first get. Out. I mean, like you, you are stuck on that plateau. Yeah. Um, and uh, you learn how to use the different weapons that you receive. You learn how to basically you know, the mechanics, fighting, all of that stuff. And then when you're good and ready, they give you that like glider and okay have fun right yeah, yeah. And, and then you're off to the races really and then that's it like mm-hmm. you're, ju- you're just going and you can really do you and once you get past the first introductory uh stuff which include uh the first of these shrines that there's about a hundred of them in the game and they're like little mini dungeons that basically are one puzzle or two couple puzzles um to get upgrade materials to upgrade your your hearts or your stamina um it gives you your main quest and it just says defeat Ganon like right yep. when you start the game. Um, and then you kind of just go out and you just talk to people and it, they kind of guide you. If they say, you know, go here, if you want to talk to this mm-hmm. person, you probably should talk to this person and then you can go right there or you can go do whatever you want. And uh, it's just been really amazing to run around and, and do this stuff. And you know, there are times where you're running for a little bit and nothing's going on, but the place, it feels like anytime I decide I want to go to this place, something always happens on the way there or when I get there. And I'm, I never yep. feel like I'm doing things for no reason. The world just feels full of all these little systems interacting with each other in really um, amazing ways. And, you know, there's been a lot of comparisons and it does take a lot of stuff from games that have in the last, you know, 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. you know, mechanics from, you know, whether it be a Bethesda game or from a souls game or from, um, a, a, a Ubisoft open world game or a Monster Hunter game, whatever it might be, but it tweaks them and remixes them and uses just enough of each of them to make what they're doing feel fresh. Um, right. You know, you climb towers in this game and that unlocks parts of your map, but it doesn't unlock icons for you to go to. So like, here are all of the shrines and here are the collectibles you need to pick up. You need to, l- you look from high places and you mark things on your map and you say, here's a shrine, here's a shrine, here's a shrine. I'm going to go to those places. I oh, what's that weird thing, that weird thing on top of that hill? I'll mark it and I'll go there and check out what it is. Um, and it makes you explore the map in ways that you wouldn't normally if, if it just said, here's all the stuff you need to find. And I'm perfectly fine with it taking all those mechanics from those other games that come out over the past 10, 15 years. Because how many of those games took mechanics and uh, traits from Zelda? Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it's nice that because like because for ever since Ocarina, like as far as the Zelda line has been concerned, it's basically Nintendo saying, we know what we're doing. Right. You know, and, and it is not a broken system, so therefore we are not going to fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that was fine in Wind Waker, and it was okay during Twilight Princess, but by Skyward Sword, it's like, 
this has got to change. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in Skyward Sword, I'm a bad game. I, I don't remember where I ranked it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> but uh, but no, um, it, it is nice that, yeah, it's uh, it still feels very Zelda, but also very, very different. Yeah. And I'll say, you know, it's and it's a hard game like that. You will die mm-hmm. a lot in this game, whether it's yeah. because you try to climb something you can't climb or just enemies will waste you very quickly. Yeah. Uh, the game is very forgiving with its checkpointing system and you can save anywhere at any time. And you could always do that in Zelda, but and then it would just sort of, you would save it, but it, it, when you died, it would bring you back to the last checkpoint that you had. Yeah. In this, it's it's like a Bethesda save system where basically you could save every 30 seconds and it would save where you are. That's the best. Um, mm-hmm. Which I use definitely climbing some of the towers, which were difficult to climb. I'd be like, oh, I'm here. I made this. Right. I'm going to save right here. Uh, it's, and that's the thing too the towers aren't just hey climb them up and you unlock this thing they all have like their own little climbing puzzle to them to get up them um, and uh, w- the thing I'll say about it what it reminds me most of uh, the Souls the like, Dark Souls games is the stories which have come out of them come out of this game which is that like there's so much player discovery happening at mm-hmm. any time and Nintendo has never never really been about that you know it's never been about do make your own story. It's always been about like here's the 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 experience we have crafted finally that we want you to experience in this order, having this, and they've made amazing games doing that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's so refreshing and 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 so gratifying. I think as a lifelong Nintendo fan, that they're also able to make this kind of game and make it great. You know, they they, they go out of their comfort zone and they still make something great because they have such talent there. Um, I love the way it looks. Um, I love the way it sounds. The music is so brilliant yeah. in that game. Yeah. It, it, it's so ambient and environmental mm-hmm. that you don't even know that the music is playing sometimes. Yeah, and then also you'll realize it when you kind of go over a ridge or something and it just kind of brings it in. And the sound if design you, too, like the way that grass rustles when the wind blows. I had a, I was, I was using, I had a sword and I was climbing across a mountain um, and... Uh, I fought something and the sword broke, so I switched to this big axe I had. And the axe, you know, goes like above my head and but kind of below my waist because it's a big, long, like, halberd axe. And I was, I got climbing back on the mountain. I was like, what's that sound? And it was the bottom of the axe clinking against mm-hmm. the bottom, the side of the mountain. That's good. As I climbed across the mountain. I was like, that's yep. so, that's such a little detail. And they paid attention and to it. They paid attention to it. Um, right. You can see why the game took as long as it did to make. Um, Matt, I don't know, how, how much have you played, like, handheld via TV? Uh, as in just, okay. So I, uh, I try to play as much as Zelda on the TV as possible right. just because that, that feels right. But I've played a good amount. Like, yeah, I played the entire car trip. Mm, yeah. Um, um, I had as this, far as this, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead no. Sorry. We were talking about sound. Yeah. Uh, if you have not yet ridden a horse at night, <laughs> do that for about five minutes and just listen to the music that plays oh, cool. with that. And it, it like I don't know. It's something that just reminds you, like like, because that's the thing too. Like a lot of the music cues are so different that that it it, it annoys or not annoys avoids uh, a lot of uh, uh, you know some of the familiar Zelda riffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're they're so hidden and buried in that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Ride a horse at night for about five minutes, and it's awesome. It's very, very understated, but it's very, very uh, pleasant. Um, I, I played a lot in the in the handheld mode, and I I, I do I absolutely do love it. Yeah. Uh, playing it uh, in that car trip 
was it was great because I was literally playing. I, I was playing a TV Zelda on mm-hmm. not a TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, and that that that's incredibly impressive to hold that little bitty cartridge <laughs> and uh, to think the biggest game world I have ever seen. Mm is inside of this thing. It blows my mind. Yeah. Um, I, I asked too, because I've been playing a lot on the handheld and I was telling Justin the story before we got on, which was that uh, the other night, I think it was, it was a Friday or Saturday night. Uh, my wife and I were just sitting on the couch and you know, we were watching Netflix. And I think we were watching like repeats of mm-hmm. house. And I was, I was, I was watching it. And at a certain point I was like, I kind of zoned out and I was like on my phone and I was like, wait a second. Why am I on my phone right now? when I can right. just go up here and take Zelda off and just sit here and play Zelda on this amazing little screen. Uh, which was a great feeling, you know, and, and right. It was that moment. Cause I always thought to myself, I'm not really going to play it that much in handheld mode, right? I'm, it's going to be, it's going to sit there in the dock and I'm going to play almost all in the TV. And unless I go on a trip or I feel like going up to bed and playing something, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to play it on the TV. And in that moment, I like, it like got it. You know, I was like, this is, this is perfect. Like this is I, now I will definitely get through this game and play it a ton more than I even would have before because now there's no there's no barrier like there's no restriction like anytime I would be on my phone like dicking around I'm just gonna pick up the switch and play Zelda right. we're gonna talk a lot less yeah. <laughs> except about that, Zelda <laughs> that is one aspect of the handheld ability of the system that I do I am I am very excited mm-hmm. about because it's like yeah you can just uh just bring it with you yeah. you can tote it around and it's 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 uh it's it's novel without being overly a novelty. Yeah, absolutely. And and I will say with Zelda, like, um, I haven't had that many frame rate problems on, on the TV mode. Definitely, mm-hmm. you know, if it's raining in the woods and there are a couple enemies, it will chug for a little bit. But yeah. it's pretty good at recovering from that, like, blip. Like, it never chugs for very long. It's a couple seconds here or there. And it has never caused me to die or, or ruined no. an experience for me. Um, no, it, if if anything, it, it helps remind us like, like, okay, this game has to have a barrier somewhere. Yeah. There has to be something in this game that's not perfect. Right. Yeah, uh, and I, uh, I, I never mind that. No, and um, playing on the tablet, n- nothing. Never, never a dip, never a blip. Yeah. Ever. Um, obviously, it's rendering at a low resolution on the tablet. It's rendering at 720 on the tablet, and mm-hmm. I think it's 900 on on the console, and then you know, obviously, boost it up to 1080 by the scaler but uh that i've had some problems but nothing really super bad at at, at all um and i played some pretty major parts i put the whole the the whole first dungeon and there was no blipping or slowdown for me at all so that was great it it looks terrific on that little screen i love the art style the art style is so nice um oh yeah it's it's like princess mononoke if you ever saw that that movie yeah it's miyazaki as hell yeah it absolutely yeah. is. I, I kind of when I first saw like the first like trailer where they announced the title, mm-hmm. and they showed the Japanese uh, uh, title mm-hmm. of it, the the logo, I was like, oh, "We're not going to get that in America." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but it looks it looks so much like you know a lot of the title cards in like a Miyazaki movie mm-hmm. that I was like, I, I I feel like there's a pretty heavy influence there. Yeah, uh, and in the storytelling and stuff too. For sure. Oh, absolutely. And I will say that you mentioned like <laughs> the Zelda yeah. voice actress is yeah. is terrible. She sounds like a girl. I, th- that somebody, I think this was Zoe Quinn on Twitter, but I'd already, when I heard the voice, I was like, that sounds like a guy doing a girl's voice. 
And Zoe Quinn on Twitter said, it sounds like a girl doing an impression of a guy who's doing an impression of a girl. That's yeah, it, it's like way too... It sounds like if, if Zelda is like, you know, f- physically like a young woman, mm-hmm. that is not a young woman's voice. No, it it's don't. a very like, you know, like... And she's, she's kind of whiny, which I get is part of the plot, but I don't I don't want that from Zelda. Because like, I, I've, I've been a part of the, the camp that's like... Where's the Zelda Zelda game? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, 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 you know, in Twilight Princess, like, she is a badass. Yeah, there's some know? badass stuff in Twilight Princess with her. Yeah. Um. So, so, yeah, I, 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 and oh, she's, you know, she's tough and awesome in Wind Waker too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for, for her to be, and I, you know, who knows? At the end of the game, I could have completely been wrong. I hope that I am. But I do think Zelda is a little disappointing. Yeah, um, I will say that I think that so one of the mechanics of the game is that uh, you get this album of pictures mm-hmm. and their memories, and they basically tell you like if you find these tw- twelve places, each one will unlock a memory because you you've lost your memory. Um, and when you go to those places, you get a cutscene, and those cutscenes are like super well animated and all voice acted except for Link. Like everyone right. is voice acted in them, um, which I think is the first time yeah. I've ever really done that in in, in, it is. in a Zelda game. And thank God they did not. Give Link a voice. Yeah, no, I, it still does. It, it still works that he's not talking. But yeah, it's something I've never wanted. I mean, uh, I could deal I, with it if they did it, but it's not. It's yeah. not something that is like I need to have happen in, in one of these games. But right. uh, there are like it's been inconsistent because there's one cutscene with Zelda which she it's horrible. She sounds terrible. Um, but there's an I, I've seen another one where she sounded fine. So I don't know how much it's going to go back and forth. But I will say just in general, I really like the story in this game a lot, and I think that. They're going some interesting places with the history of the series and the the ideas behind the series and the ideas of prophecy and chosen ones yeah. and all this kind of stuff, which which I don't they've never really broached in this way before. So a lot of people are losing their mind over a cutscene where like she introduces Link and references like you know he was the warrior of the twilight yeah. and and uh, you know. He came from the sky mm-hmm. and like and he's traveled through time and a lot of people those yeah. timeline nuts are just like yeah. spoilers flipping yeah. out. I mean, it's, it's not like, a spoiler. It's just uh, like it's it's like very early. Um, yeah, but people, I think people also need. I, I get that we all want a continuity uh, mm-hmm. in Zelda, but if I just I, I know the Hyrule story exists. Yeah, I don't believe that the, the the timeline is a real thing. No, not really. I, I don't think, think so either. Um, yeah, I think it's it's very 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 loose. Yeah, but the game overall, I've just I've been loving it. Like, I, I, and I think about it when I'm not playing, it, and that's one of those signs for me of a game that has grabbed you and, and is really great. So mm-hmm. um, that's for me. I mean, uh, Justin, you only you only barely like dipped your toe into it. Only because you made me. I did make you. I was like, just play a little bit of it so you can at least talk about your first I'm impression. I'm doing so much talking. Yeah. Um, I played about an hour. Right. And I'm going to touch it again probably in like six weeks. Right. <laughs> there's just like, there, there's so many other things coming out right mm-hmm. now that like have my attention more. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to, I'm going away like a decent amount in like a month or two. Like a weekend away here and here. And like, it's portable. Yeah. So like, I have a reason to like mm-hmm. to wait. I'm like, I, I'm going to be away. Let me yeah. play it then. But right, like for me, like right now, like I'm in the middle of Horizon. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect comes out in like mm-hmm. two weeks, um, and then that'll take me. That'll take me for a while. Those right. are like those are big games. Yeah. And by the time like I'm ready to dig into it, I'll be ready to dig into it. But yeah, in the hour I've played it, you know, I, I can see why people like it so much. 
um, it being my first Zelda. I think it's cool. Mm. Like I, I think it looks at times it looks really really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't run into any of the any of the frame rate mm-hmm. or anything uh, issues. Um, but yeah, like it's got my attention. Like it's got you know, I've I've tried playing Zelda games before in the past, and like I, I get stuck in those tutorial modes mm-hmm. where it go, just drags on for a while, and I'm like, this also looks like to me looks like hot garbage. <laughs> With some of the older ones, like right. like Twilight Princess. Like mm-hmm. I tried playing Twilight Princess way too late. Yeah, and coming back to it, it just was like I can't play this. It looks so terrible. Yeah. Um, the Wii U upgrade looked nice. But yeah, I never, I never got around yeah. to it. The problem with that game, though, is, is like, if they could just package the dungeons together and be like, here, play these, I would yeah. recommend it in a second because the dungeons in Twilight Princess are amazing. But there's just all of this gunk around it, it like that. Just it's like 15 hours before you can actually get into the game. Yeah, it's it's, it's got some rough parts. It's, yeah, it's rough in that I, way. I, I've recommended other uh, other people play games like that where it's right. like, look, you've got to yeah. play it for a while before yeah. it gets going. Yeah. So like, I sure. understand people being like, you're an idiot, go play it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm looking forward. So mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm actually looking forward to playing this. Um, I've been digging into a couple of the other games on the system, mm-hmm. and I I've really only spent. Probably like two or three hours with it yeah. so far. I mean, you got it during the week, so it's tough when you get something during the week and yeah. you have to... If I didn't have it for the weekend, I wouldn't have put nearly as much time. Yeah. Um, I played a bunch of... You know, a bunch of... An hour and change of snipper clips. I played the demo. With my wife, and we had a great time playing. Going, we're going to keep... We're going to finish it together, but... I played the demo mm-hmm. with my buddy Eric, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, that's a thing. <laughs> and then I played with Ange, <laughs> and she liked it. Mm-hmm. Like, she was enjoying it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that. Right. Yeah, I, I played the demo as well, and I I have to say that wow, I I you know I don't think I think it, it is it is doing a better job of showing off the different styles of interaction you can have with the Switch. Uh, I think it does a better job than say one two Switch. Yeah, I mean it's a really inventive and fun mm-hmm. puzzle game too. There's some really as you get yes. into later levels because I've played past. Uh, the first sort of first world that you get through in that game. Uh, there's some really cool stuff and some that you really have to like puzzle out in in your head. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's adorable too to, it's to, adorable. to, to look at. Right. And it, I mean, it it's vibrant. Like those yeah. colors pop. Oh, even yeah. on the handheld mode, like yeah. you can look at the screen and be like, "Well, that looks really nice." Yeah, totally. Um, so it's really good. Uh, the, those are the only and I played one two switch as well, which uh, you know, my wife and I had a good time playing it. I, I think that it's right. it's just like it's one of those games where if you have a bunch of people over. You know, you'll play one round of it like you'd play a round of a board game or something and then be like, okay, like that was fun. Espe- you know, that's it. Especially if you have friends that don't play video games. Yeah, yeah. totally. Absolutely. I, yeah. And I, I think there needs to be like the like, like the Jackbox games mm-hmm. and uh, things like that. I think there needs to be that kind of game uh, more available. Um, yeah. One, two switch is not is not bad. No, it's not bad. Uh, it's not as good as think... I wouldn't. It's it's being generous comparing it to Jackbox. So Jackbox is Jackbox like wonderful. Is amazing. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, uh, I completely agree. Uh, uh, one, I mean, one two fine. switch recommended that I buy hats <laughs> for my one two switch parties, and I I wanted to say one two switch. Come no, on. No, come on. Uh, I'm not buying pirate hats. You're already fifty dollars. You're already making me spend more money than I should on you. Right. So I'm not buying yeah, any hats. It, but but we had we had some people over Friday and we played one two switch. And uh, we had a great time. I mean, it, it 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 is a lot of fun. But if I'm being realistic, that game's going to get played three or four times and probably never touched again. Like once with every group that you hang out with, exactly. Maybe yeah. twice. Yeah. yeah, I'll bring it to my like my parents' house. Yeah, exactly. That's the, I'm going to bring it. And then the cool thing, I'm going to bring the switch. 
and not the dock and just sit it down on the table and play with people and see how it goes right. you know yeah. um, i'm going to do that friday we we decided that that's what our group plan at, at our at our school is going to do we're, <laughs> we're, we're great teachers yeah very um, very very much really furthering the education with the one two switch testing is over we're, we're done for the year um we, we we appease the state gods um but no we we, we decided that we're going to try that out and i'm just going to bring it tablet and uh yeah try that out uh it's it it it's a fun game i think that there's not there's not much there no and i, I will say if you haven't bought it yet and you're like i don't know if 50 dollars is worth it it's definitely not worth 50 dollars yeah no, there you go right off not. the bat like definitely not like if if, if it hadn't been if this game had come out any other time but launch i would not have bought it till it was on sale but it was just one thing they should like, have packed it in yeah yes but uh, one thing i was like okay to buy it because i wanted something to play with my wife because we had been excited and, and um we had a good time like you said and i'll play it with like mm-hmm. one group of friends another group of friends take it to my parents house like i'll get you know some time out of it but it, mm-hmm. it's that's all it is yeah that's all yeah. it is so it's nothing more it's, than that um it's very much the nintendo land of yeah but it's not around. as much nintendo land had a lot, a lot more depth to it like i uh, think so too yeah nintendo land had great music yeah, great that music was worth the price of admission alone. Yes. great music and like I, all those games had so many different like like levels and stages and stuff you could do like that. If that game had cost forty dollars when it came out, it probably would have been worth it. You know, this, like this like fifty dollars is just it's not worth fifty dollars. But um, again, unless you if you go with the eyes open, you're like yeah, I don't care if I play it five times and I have a good time with it, it's worth that to me. Mm-hmm. Then then you spend go. your money the way you want to spend it. But you know, if it, if I give advice to myself, but going back in time, I would say just hold off yeah. on it. But the best the best game that comes with one two switch, it's not. It's buried. You have to you have to seek it out. It's called uh, make up the backstory behind those actors. <laughs> Come up with uh, how they know each other. Uh, why 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 are those two cowboys shooting at each other? Why is the farmer milking the eight foot tall cow? Yeah yeah. And then like also that, like hanging out with that woman, rolling yes, rolling yeah. a box of little balls around. Yes. Yeah. Why is he wearing suspenders? Why is he wear? Why is he dressed up like a three-year-old boy? Yeah. Um, like, I will say those little like filmed things are funny. They're they're, they're entertaining. Uh, yes. They're clever. Yeah. They're, they're clever. They are. Um. um yeah. It, it, it's yeah, fine. It, it's charming. Yeah. Uh. Justin, what else did you? You picked up a couple other things. Yeah. Uh. Fast RMX yeah. is downloadable. It's twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like an F zero type F-Zero, of zero wipeout um, type of thing. Yeah. Like if the two of them had a baby. Yeah. Um. So, it's a racing game. You go fast. Yeah. 60 frames a second. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Has a neat little gimmick where there are um, balls that you pick up on the track uh, that are like your boost. And then there are lanes on the track, which are blue or orange. Oh, and you right. Could, you yeah. could switch your, uh, your vehicle in between a blue mode and an orange mode mm-hmm. by hitting those strips. You hit the strips on the wrong color. You slow down. Um it's a, like a nice little showcase for like, oh, hey, like the Switch can actually run 60 frames a second yeah. and make things look nice when you're going fast. At four player scripts, uh, split screen, I think it actually has up to eight players. Oh, wow. Um, for 20 bucks, it's totally fine. There's another game, similar game coming out like that called Red Out, yeah. which is coming to like multiple consoles. Uh, fast Armex is an exclusive, mm-hmm. which is a sequel to, what was it? Fast Racing Fa- Neo. Fast Racing Neo. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is like a well, well-received mm-hmm. Wii U game. Totally, yeah. Um, it, it's those tracks plus some remix tracks plus some new tracks. Um, a to- like a, a totally fine game. Yeah, yeah. It's the the mechanic is cool. It's like a, what Ikaruga or whatever, where you have to be, or Outland, where you had to like switch your color to like be yeah. safe on whatever area. It's and some a, of the tracks are like that's cool. Yeah, they like go in different directions. Like they they split off into like left and right, mm-hmm. and really got to like make a turn to go that way. Yeah. So it's not all 
just like a symmetrical track. Yeah. Um, and you actually get like a little bit dizzy playing it. Uh, because like they'll it turn was really it really fast. You go really fast, and like all of a sudden, like you're turning on your side, and you're like, you're like, oh, that's the ground. Like you're yeah. noticing the ground is like on the other side of the screen. Yeah. Like you look like you're gonna fall any second. So like it's slightly weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the other game I picked up was Super Bomberman R. Right. How is that? Uh, <laughs> I, oh, that's that's. I I, I I love Bomberman. I've loved it since I was a kid. I lost forever to Bomberman 94 uh, when I was mm-hmm. a kid like just entire Saturday afternoons and so when I saw Bomberman coming out I was like I'm just gonna pick it up like there's something else coming out at launch I'm not I know that I'm not playing Zelda for a few weeks mm-hmm. let me see what this is all about mm-hmm. and like there are parts of it that are totally fine um, like it's Bomberman mm-hmm. it's you know you play multiplayer with four players like yeah, it could be a bit of fun I'm not huge on the stages that I played and granted there's eight stages that you can play from or you can pick from. Um, there's a few more stages that you can unlock, and mm. you can do that with in-game currency. And they're not microtransactions, but like you play the game, you win, you get currency. Right. You play the story mode, you win, you get currency. You die, and you lose all your lives, you use that currency to continue. So oh, like you got to okay. grind to get the currency to unlock some other stages. And the few stages that I played, like you can play up to eight players, which is insane. Mm. And we played with the computers who are vicious. <laughs> yeah, I bet. They're vicious. Um, and the, the problem is there's just not, there's not enough customization in the game. Uh, so like you could just choose power-ups on or power-ups off. Like I, I want to choose which power-ups I'm using here. Um, the revenge mode factor, you can just turn on and off. So like if you die, you can like shoot bombs into the course and come back in. If you're playing it with people, it's totally fine. Like I didn't find the playing with the bots was a ton of fun. Mm. Um, and like, like I said, the few stages I played were like not great designs. Like, a couple of the stages have verticality, verticality to them now. So, like, there's multiple levels. So, like, you could walk up a ramp, and now you're on a level, and even though the bomb is right next to you, you're above it, so it's not going to blow up. But, like, the one <laughs> stage I played that was really like that was just, it wasn't great. A couple of stages made it really hard to see. Like, you can walk under things, which they've had in other games before, but just, like, it, I feel like it worked better then. Um, and a lot of the stages, at least the ones I played, like, parts of the ground would be missing. So like you sometimes is like get yourself into an area where it's like, well, I'm literally stuck in this area. I'm stuck mm. in the middle of the arena right. because the rest of the stage has fallen away. And now I'm just stuck here mm. and nobody can get to me. Mm-hmm. So it, it gets weird. Um, the story mode is like you have to go 50 stages. Um, not easy because of the way they uh, they change the view. Yeah. Instead of a top down, it's like very isometric. It's like yeah. pulled back. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's you can get used to it. Uh, we were playing two player. Um uh, it's hard like for, it was a little bit hard because like you're not the enemies will just run you over in one hit mm-hmm. and like you're not really sure where they're going which is like fine you add difficulty to it the part that stands out are the boss battles there's boss battles every sixth and seventh stage um, and they aren't easy uh, we died and lost like two continues on the first boss uh, and they do different things like he threw magnetic bombs which mm. would like trap you or come to you and trap you in places like that stuff was neat I spent the money on it. It was 50 bucks. I don't think it's worth 50 bucks. If you are hardcore into Bomberman, like, yes, that multiplayer feel is still there. You just know going into Mm -hmm. it, your customization options are very limited. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, if you're really hardcore. What? Who makes Bomberman now? Konami. Konami. Well, Konami bought Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Konami came out with video Bomberman's like the unwanted orphan of the video game world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He just Um, gets passed around. Yeah. You know, I I would. Unless you're like super hardcore into Bomberman, I wait for a price drop. But even if you're really into it, yeah, 
when the virtual console comes out, Bomberman 94 is totally fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, did you play any other games, Matt? Yeah. I. Uh, so as I mentioned earlier, I, I created Japanese oh, uh, right, 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 yeah. account. I asked Mara to give me the most Japanese sounding name. And she did, so I can't pronounce it. Um, but uh, I downloaded the demo because I don't think the retail game is out in Japan yet. Uh, if it is, I'm not buying it. I'll, I'll probably buy it when it comes stateside. But Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. No, yeah, it's not out yet in Japan. But it'll, it'll be out here soon, though, as well. It's excellent. Oh, it's, I know, because I imported it on my PS4 two years oh, ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it, it it's a it's a ton of fun. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. It's a great game. Um, it's a very loud game too. Yeah, a lot it of people, a lot of anime characters yelling at you in Japanese. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I, I downloaded that. I played the demo of Snipper Clips. Played one two Switch. I bought Metal Slug Three um, because a lot of the Neo Geo games. Which, by the way, like uh, I know this isn't the Virtual Console. Um, they're just essentially. I, I guess arcade emulated ports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, made by Hamster. Yes. Uh, they are completely like you have the option to play them in J- Japanese and in English. Mm-hmm. All of their Neo Geo games, and there's like seven or f- somewhere a good healthy amount right. for launch uh, that's available on on that uh, over there. So I uh, I went to Play Asia, um, which is a which is a website. Mm-hmm. I can. I can definitely tell you that is a website. Yeah. Um, That's where I think I got uh, Poyo Poyo Tetris from when I imported it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it play is just fine. It just, there, whenever you inter- import anything, whether it be digitally, I, I tried to go to amazon.jp uh, uh, and buy an e, eShop gift card there. Mm-hmm. Naturally, they were like, no. Um, <laughs> I should have known better. Yeah. Um, you don't but, live in uh, Japan. But no. But, uh, you know, you, you have to pay an extra couple bucks. Yeah. Um, but relatively seamless. And, yeah, it, uh, Metal Slug on the Switch is a lot of fun. I mean, it's Metal Slug. Uh, I, I'm sure the other Neo Geo games are, are there. But I, I mostly just got it because I wanted to try it out. I wanted to try right, yeah. a classic game out on the Switch. And it, it is incredibly serviceable. Um, but other than that, it has been all Zelda all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. Me as you well. Know, naturally. Yeah. So we had a couple of listener questions. We've actually answered most of these, but John D asked, has anyone bought any Switch games other than the big two? Uh, Breath of the Wild and 1-2 Switch. We talked about that already. Uh, Might Be Groon said, worst Switch games so far? Um, I don't know, Bomberman? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 1-2 Switch isn't bad. It's just overpriced. No. You know, if it, yeah, it, it, it really, it I would really put is. Bomberman in the same category. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's bad. But it's not worth fifty bucks. If this was a twenty dollars downloadable thing, I'd be fine with it. Which the same yeah. thing with One Two Switch. If it was that, I would. Mm-hmm. If it was the price of like the Jackbox games, it would be perfect. Like even twenty five would be fine. Um, One Two Switch just it it's it's so weird. It doesn't feel like a Nintendo game. I want those people in Smash Brothers. <laughs> the actors. That's what I want. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, uh, but uh, but no, it, it it's it's just a it, it's fine. But you have to know what you're getting. If you know what you're getting yourself into. Um, it is overpriced, but it, there is fun to be had. Right. Um, uh, so wait a second here. Okay. Our good friend Cody Tetrick asks, how does the controller feel when in docked mode? Anyone who got a pro controller, how do you like it? So we talked about the pro controller. It's been great. I think it's great. It's a great controller. Like, I think it's worth the money. Like, 
if you have a Switch, I think it's worth the money. Yeah, uh, Matt. So when you play, when it's in docked mode, have you been playing uh, play the Joy Cons on the, the thing on the grip? I do. Um, I, I I play that most of the time. But if I, I so that is yes, predominantly I, I put it in the little uh, makeshift uh, controller holster. Mm-hmm. What is that the is that the Joy-Con grip? Is that the grip? Joy-Con grip, yes, that's what it's called. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, I I've I I like that quite a bit. It it's serviceable. It's not I mean it's it's good that that's an option. Yeah, for sure. And a a right out of the box kind of option. I, the way that I really enjoy playing and I think this is not entirely popular, but I love uh just one in one hand, one in the other and just uh, fat guying it, you know, just <laughs> laying there and with my arms to my side and just, you know, they're three feet apart from one another. Yeah, and yeah, it's it, it's weird and it takes getting used to, it, but it's it's incredibly comfortable, especially when you just like want to like lay down or you know. There's something to be said for uh, being able to hold your hands anywhere you want when you right. when you play. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm very very interested if if that's going to become very. I, I can imagine that this is going to be an incredibly accessible thing for people with disabilities. Right. Um, I'm I'm really interested in uh, that aspect of it because the Wii was such a hit. Yeah. Uh, uh, because because of that, uh, I, I'm really curious about uh, the reception of the Switch when it comes to that because it is nice that you have a very versatile way of playing video games. Absolutely. Uh, and it's nice yeah. to have. I mean, even though it's in sort of a backwards way, it's nice to have a system that basically comes with two controllers. Out, yes. out of the box you know you have to yeah. play them in maybe not the most optimal way to Ooh. use those controllers but like yeah. it's still you still can play with two people with with out of the box the thing so that's that's a cool thing um so like that street fighter port yeah uh, i'm very interested in it but man i cannot imagine playing street fighter on well you have to get a pro controller well, that's the thing, right? You know, but like they've they've advertised like, oh yeah, you can just pass one of the Joy Cons to your buddy, and oh, yeah. you know, I, I man, that's a very small controller with four buttons on it. It is. It's a very very small controller. Um, I mean, when it, when the when the Wii was out in games that didn't you know force you to sort of have things pointed at the screen or do emotion like Mario Galaxy, like I would mm-hmm. always hold like the nunchuck and Wii remote like basically at my sides mm-hmm. and play the game. Because it was like a, just a very comfortable way to play it, so I can totally see that with the with the Joy Cons, and even better that they're not like connected by a wire. Um, right. Henrik Nielsen asks, and this is kind of Hed- Henrik and Sadat both ask kind of the same question in a lot of ways. Um, some old third party games exist, example Skyrim, but do you think Nintendo can entice new developers for the Switch? Sadat basically asks the same question: Will the third party lineup ever compete with Xbox and PlayStation? Portable Skyrim just scratching the surface. Uh, so if you're looking for like big third party you're looking for like your shadows of war which is we also got announced in the time between last time we recorded a podcast the new mordor game stuff like that like the assassin's creeds and stuff of the world no that's not that's not gonna happen this thing is not is gonna be not gonna be able to push those games like it's they're going to be like ports um of those games and we want to do it and if anything has proven anything developers unless i think it's a huge install base are not willing to do that. Ubisoft is the only no. one. Yeah, Ubisoft has Steep coming out, but that's the only thing that they really even, I think, announced. And Just Dance. Just Dance. But Just Dance in every, can play on anything. Even said, um, EA said that FIFA is coming. FIFA as well. And I imagine the sport, I imagine if this thing is popular, the sports games will end up there because they were on the Wii. Yeah. Um, people seem very excited about FIFA. Yeah, people love Switch. FIFA. 
<laughs> people, I, I think people are very, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, I think people are very excited about the aspect of just being able to take it anywhere and also being able to dock it. I, yeah. I think, I think that uh, portability is going to be the only problem. Very welcome when it comes to FIFA. Yeah. The only problem with that, with the third party idea, is a lot of games are moving towards you have to be connected online. Yeah, for honor is yeah. the game that you have to be connected online all the time. Randy Pitchford has already said that. Borderlands 3 is not coming to the Switch. Of course. That not. game hasn't even been formally no. announced yet. Uh, yeah, and he's yeah. already saying, like, yeah. no way. Because Nintendo is moving towards this thing where, like, you do, they have no idea when you're going to connect online. Yeah. And a lot of games are going in the opposite direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, it, it, are single player games, could they get, like, ported over? Like, for sure. Like, we already seen yeah. Skyrim, but I don't think we'll see Fallout 4 anytime soon. No, and also, no. You got, Skyrim is a, is a 360 game. Yeah. And they haven't even said if it's going to be the special edition of Skyrim that's going to be on, on the Switch. So, uh, if you're looking for something that's going to, to be able to be your one console, this is not going to be it. I mean, look at it. It's, it's half an inch thick. Like, it's not, right. it can't do it. But we did see this past week Nintendo had a uh, indie like Nindies. announcement, an indie showcase. N- yeah, and they announced like seventy games that are that are coming. Some of which are new and exclusive to the platform, and some of them are older, and some of them are coming out day and date, just like on other consoles. And I really think that's where Switch is going to make its metal outside of the first party stuff is being because I already I told I told Justin this, like Stardew Valley is being re released on on the Nintendo switch and I'd already thought about rebuying on a PlayStation four. Um, but now I'm going to wait for it on the switch and be able to play it. It's like the perfect way for me to play the game. And it's the first, uh, first version of that game with multiplayer. Right. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't know how you'll do with only one switch. Well, I guess so, like you'd have to, there'd have to be other switches in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm very, I'm, I'm very curious about the, in, the independent stuff because historically Nintendo has been very, controlling mm-hmm. with you know they set the price of games they they don't really move from that and that has turned off a lot of independent uh, uh, creators because a platform like PlayStation for example uh, for an independent creator who is you know a lot of those games are just labors of love uh, you know to have like that game be a PlayStation plus game you know that you know, it might sound crazy to give away, you know, the game for free for a month, but look at Rocket League. Yeah. Uh, you know, that game exploded because that game was free for a month. Um, so I'm really curious how Nintendo is going to approach it because if, you know, Overcooked is sold on the Xbox and on PlayStation and on the Switch, but, you know, it's $8 over there while it's $15 on the Switch, you know, that's many people are not because you know many people that buy the switch that's not their one console no and it, and it can't be i don't i don't i don't think if you mm-hmm. want to play all those games it's not gonna be yeah. the place to do it switch has to be your second console yeah it has to be your second console or the or if you don't care mm-hmm. about those games well then then it's sure. fine um exactly yeah yes. exactly if you if you love those triple a games you don't this is gonna sound mean you don't want them developing for the switch because that's splitting their development team into a console consoleized version that's not going to be as powerful yeah so if you if you love those gigantic games then you have a place for them um mm-hmm. the switch is just it, it's not going to be that thing no because, yes the nintendo's first party games are that great but it's only because nintendo is they they are masters at you know working with limited hardware mm-hmm. yeah absolutely they are 
mm-hmm. but but again, like I said, if they get the independent lineup that I think they should, and it seems like they yeah. are going to with with this announcement, uh, it will be the place where I play a lot of those games. Yeah. You know, because absolutely, I, I want to be able to sometimes just lay in bed and play a, a game like that. You know, and, and not mm-hmm. like. For example, like we're going to talk about on the next show, Night in the Woods, which is a, a great indie game that came out on the PS4 and the PC a couple weeks ago. It would have it would have been perfect on the Switch as well because I could be playing on my TV and like I'm just uh, Karen wants to watch something. I'm going to go you know keep playing or lay in bed and play that game on it. It would have been perfect for that kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I think if they I, can do that, it'd be great. Stuff like Rocket League, I think, would also work so well on something like this. Rocket League is the online stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if their online stuff. I mean, look, if you're going to play an online multiplayer game, you've got to be connected online. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they, they're they going to have online multiplayer games. Mario Kart's going to have online multiplayer. That's true. All that's that true. kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, you, you, it, it's just kind of where like, if you want to play this game, you've got to be on the internet. That's been the case forever, you know, but... This thing should be an indie machine. Yeah, it should be. I, this thing should put the I see, to sleep. Yeah. It looks like Nintendo is whatever... what. You know, a year ago or two years ago, whenever they started uh, basically making these pitches to these independent publishers... Mm. Whatever they said must have made them very happy. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, for Nintendo to come out of the gate on this console, I mean, before the Switch even launched, they had that that uh, direct. And I, I'm very, very interested uh, in the relationship because Nintendo can make it, you know, that, you're right. It could be a great independent machine. Yeah. So um, that's, absolutely what, terrific. that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, and that also fills in all of those gaps that, that they'll have when they're putting their first party stuff out absolutely so, absolutely uh but yeah that's that's our sweet that's a beefy show we haven't done a show this long i think it, that's not a game of the year show and i don't i can't i can't even guess when we did the show this long but console launch man it's a it's a big thing mm-hmm. it's happening it's exciting it's exciting because there's a yeah. lot of you know like it, i'm getting very excited i'm hearing these like reports of like it's selling as as well as the Wii did mm-hmm. uh you know, this is not going to be another wii u I and hope not. You know, it, that's great. It, it's, it's excellent. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be about how it lasts. You know, and, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be from how it gets supported and all that kind of stuff. We'll, we'll see how the tail is on it. But it, the ports so far have been very very strong. So, yeah. as a Nintendo fan, I'm glad to see them doing what they do best, which is to be like, here's this weird different thing that no one else is doing, but we're gonna do it, and yeah. and that's what they always yeah. do best. So. I mean, Good so far the games have been better than a watered-down port of Arkham City and yes. <laughs> Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Uh, and a new Super Mario Brothers game. Yes, absolutely. No, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to do it for our show. Um, please, please, if you get a chance, review us on iTunes. It, it's the best way to get the word about the show out there. And we love reading nice stuff about us. So that's also a reason <laughs> to do it. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Talking underscore Games. Um, we've been, I've been trying to amp up the Twitter stuff over the last week or so. It's been very good. Doing a question of the day and stuff like that. So that will keep on, keep it on, keep it on. Um, go to talkingcombooks.com and check out all the articles and other podcasts that we have going up there, including, uh, Mara Woods last talking comics that just went up today. Yeah. Um, yeah. when we're recording this. So she dropped that bomb on everybody yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, She's still on Legendary Run. She is. She is. Uh, with, <laughs> which, with this guy on the on the show which, with us. By the way, I'm reading Seven Soldiers of Victory while oh, I love it. Playing so Zelda. <laughs> my my mind is just not in. It, it's. I feel like it's just been divided. 
It's it's it, it is a I am split between two loves. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that you're enjoying Seven Soldiers. I'll definitely look forward to hearing it, that it's, episode. It's it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it definitely is. And we're gonna we're we're gonna have a guest on there that went to Morrison Con. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so he he has partaken at the uh, at the altar of <laughs> the Scotsman. Um. So, and then next week, you know, tune back in. Justin and I will be talking all about the games that are not Nintendo related. Uh, lots of talk about. <laughs> Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Night in the Woods, like we mentioned. Justin for, played a bunch of For Honor. For Honor. Yeah. He has mixed feelings about that. Um, yeah. So we'll definitely talk about that. And then, uh, you know, there's a, there's so, there's, the game train just does not effing stop. It, it's never, ridiculous. I've never seen anything like this. Near Automata is out, obviously, now, the new Platinum game, which Justin and I are, are both interested in playing. Um, Mass Effect is like right around the corner. The thing is, like, Ghost Recon is out now. The There are certain games where it's like, I'd like to play that. Oh, it's getting like all nines. Yeah. Like I gotta, I guess yeah. I gotta play that right now. Yeah. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. it's not even like, I was really hoping it'd be like, Oh, it's good. Like, yeah, yep. it's good. Like yeah. that's how gravity rush was. Gravity rush was. It yeah. was like, it's really good, but like, all right, I want to wait on gravity yeah. rush. And it's like, ever since gravity rush, like Neo came out, that's like, yeah. been getting like nonstop great reviews. Yeah. Same thing with near now. Yeah. And then like, Mass Effect is like a week away. Yeah. At least Ghost Recon has gotten like meh reviews. Yeah. So you can just be like, oh, you don't have to feel bad about it. Even though even Ghost Recon has been getting like still like surprisingly okay, like, hey, this is like there's something here. Like yeah. it's not even getting it's not getting sixes, it's getting like eights. And yeah. as far as I'm concerned, like seven eights right now can wait. Yeah, exactly. They can just yeah. they can just sit in the background and we get through all yeah. these nines that are coming out. And then Persona's at the beginning of April. Yeah, it's like another hundred hour game. Yeah, it's and crazy. then right after that comes uh Prey is Prey. beginning of March, yep. uh May. Yeah, yep, it's crazy. It's a lot of stuff. Um what is the uh so sorry, uh, what is the free uh PlayStation Plus game this month? The Windjammers Oh, game? Disc Jam. Disc Jam. Which I hear is really okay. good. That's yeah. I heard it's really, yeah, really good. Yeah, have, have any of y'all played it? Uh, Tearaway. Tearaway's the other one. Tearaway's great. Hey, if you've never played Tearaway, don't sleep on that game. Um, okay. It's, uh, yeah, so I haven't played Disc Jam yet, but I hear it's great. and uh, Makes a lot of people think of Rocket League. Yeah, it seemed, and, the, and the huh. same exact sort of like release thing. Like, you know, it's a PlayStation Plus game the day it comes out. I think yeah, it could be a really yeah. good thing for the game, and all the reviews have been great, even from people who love Windjammers, who are usually very hard on these kind of games. Yeah, been very positive because Windjammers is, you know, all that hype. It, it's not a joke. Yeah. Windjammers is a cool ass video yeah. game. You can tell that Matt is also a person who watches Giant Bomb. <laughs> yeah, they are absolutely right. Like I, I, I was it is, it is yeah. insanely fun local multiplayer. Um, I, I, when they announced that they are they are uh, uh, re-releasing mm-hmm. uh, Windjammers for the PS4, that that's awesome. Yeah, that's a cool game. Yeah. So uh, yeah, when I, when yeah. I was first emailing Matt about joining the show, I was like, hey, you know, I know you play mostly retro stuff. I don't know how up you are on the thing. He's like, oh, I have a PS4, and he's like, and I watch Giant Bomb stuff, and I was like, oh, we're gonna be mm-hmm. fine. We're gonna be friends. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, I, uh, we're gonna be good. I, I really do like Giant Bomb quite a bit yeah. because, uh, well, yeah. The, the, people are familiar with giant yes yeah especially people uh, listen to the show yeah they uh they they're not they have a healthy relationship when it comes to like new stuff as in you know that not everything has to be reviewed not everything has to be like they 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 play what they like and i think it it gives a a better uh approach than most of those gigantic uh video game uh 
websites. Yeah, I was. It's funny because yeah. we mentioned them a lot on this show, and I always feel like mm-hmm. it's weird that we mentioned another video game podcast on our video game podcast. And then I was listening yeah. to a, a Polygon podcast, The Besties, which is like four of like the editors or whatever, and every month they pick out the best games of the month. Um, and mm-hmm. one of the guys in that was like, "Oh, I think Jeff Gersman on the Bombcast said this," and I was like, "Okay, I feel I feel okay now." Yeah, <laughs> he's he he has a lot of sway in the video game community. He does, he's he does. definitely one of the good ones. He started mm-hmm. the whole licking the cartridge uh, oh, craze. <laughs> yes, yeah, by accident, <laughs> by total accident. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Bobby Shortle. Justin, I'm going to say something. Okay, go ahead. We never do this. What? Before next week's podcast. Yeah. If you've listened to this podcast and trust Bobby and I at all. Go play Night in the Woods. Oh, yeah, totally. Yes, we should say that because we're going to talk about it next week. But We're going to yes. talk about it next week, and yeah. I don't want to wait. If, if you're sitting around and you're like, I don't really got anything to play right now, and you've, you've trusted us before, yeah. go play Night in the Woods. Yeah, yeah. It's 20 bucks. Yeah, if you respond at all to story-based stuff at all, it's it's a must play. Yeah, we're going to talk about it in depth next week. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And we might even do like a after-the-credits spoiler section because there's so much to unwrap in that game. It was so much more than I even expected, and we'll get into it a lot more on, on next time, but play it. It definitely, it's worth the 20 bucks. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can find me at Jeroke, yeah. J-O-R-O-A-K. And Matt? Uh, I'm at Johnny Matt Wood. All right. And no no, uh, no Zelda hate this week towards Matt because he didn't put Link's Awakening as the best Someone game told me I had to go to Zelda Rehab. <laughs> Well, I live in Zelda rehab. <laughs> you brought it on yourself. You brought it on yourself. I, I heard it was a very controversial list. It was. It was very controversial. Yeah, yeah. Link Between Worlds was so far down that list. It's disappointing. It's it's just, Link, Zelda. Link Between Worlds is a very, 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 very good game. We're not um, getting into this. No, now. we're, we're done. We're, think, done. Matt, we're, not, Matt, no. Matt, we're done. Matt, no, we're done. Okay, I got kids to feed. No, I, okay. I got to feed myself. My kids are asleep. Yeah, I also have to feed myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zelda rehab. Uh, that's gonna do it for the Talking Games podcast for this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to everyone who's listening. Until next time, be good to one another. <laughs>